Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 190. We're missing, we're missing, missing Sean. I don't know what Sean's doing. He's doing something. Sean's not here. Uh, and we're missing Max, Dreamcast guy, and then Click. We, we should have them all back next week. But we did bring in our guest tonight, Ryan, Mystic Ryan. But Ryan, Ryan, how's it going? Too bad. It's good to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you here. It's, uh, it's been an eventful yeah. uh, week or so with the PS5 dropping, so I thought it'd be good to bring you on so we can we can talk a bit about that the new PlayStation system from Sony. Appropriate um, timing. Been playing a lot of it. Uh, so is MVG. And Nate. Nate got the PS5. <gasps> what? You boot that Nate thing up yet, Nate? I've only had it since Wednesday. So. But you did get it, and you I, you told me you played Astro, so we got we got some stuff to talk about with that. And your your thoughts on that DualSense, man? I did play Astro, and I started Bug Snacks today because those are the only two games I currently have for the PS5. I, f I forgot about Bug Snacks. I need still need to play that. Yeah, I started it. Took some pictures of a carrot, and then I fed it to a walrus. Well, if you got PlayStation Plus, you got that whole PlayStation collection too. <clears throat> That's true. Ah, there you go. See, somebody bringing the value. Okay, we got uh, we got Jordan. Jordan, what's up? What's going on? Hey, I like that Pokemon arcade machine you got there. Thanks. I got all three and the two that didn't exist apparently. So I'm that pretty was, happy about how it. How long you have to drive that day for that? Uh, that whole trip was long. It's probably about uh, close to sixteen to twenty hours somewhere in the middle of there on the road. Didn't um, you say there was like. Seven hours there and seven hours total. There was also traffic, there. multiple traffic, stops yeah. in o in Ohio when we were there. It was it was a whole thing. I was so I've never been more tired in my life yeah, driving your video, back. Your video that video was dope, dude. I watched your video on the. Thank you, I appreciate it. It was my last video. Why? What's going no, on, Jordan? Not, what's happening, Jordan? <laughs> Jordan you're leaving YouTube. <laughs> I talked about it on on, uh, on a Twitch live stream. I saw last your night. live stream and I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe it. Believe it when there's not I another video on the channel. Live stream, by the way, Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> I said, screw this shit, man. I'm out. Like, I don't, hey, believe, it. I don't believe it. It is what it is. You got so wait, you got you got like the holy grail of the Pokemon community. Now you're out, just like that. I'm out. I'm out. Wow. I'm, I'm all in. Yeah. I'm out. You know. All right. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we got we got MVG. Hey, MVG's good back to be here. with us. How's it going, MVG? I'm doing well, man. Been a been a good week. Been a good week. That's good to hear, man. That's good to hear. You got that. Uh, I, I, what, did, what did you post on Twitter? What was this? Oh, the um, Series S thing going on here. Yeah. So developer mode is on. It's it's a feature that's on the Xbox One and the new Series S and Series X. And it basically gives you this kind of sandbox where you can you can basically run and build games on. And it's very, very limited. It's not like a real dev kit as far as the amount of power you get. But someone has compiled RetroArch, the emulator for it. Oh, you know, that was um, so, happening right away. Jeez. Yeah, so uh, I was messing around with it on on uh, today and uh, posted a couple of screenshots. I've got a video coming out on Monday. Oh, so I'm going to try that on the Series X just to see how it does. Interesting. Yeah, it, it, huh. it, I mean, because of the Series X and the Series S power, it, it runs really, really well. And it's going to surprise some people, I think, when they check out the video. There's some really good stuff there. So, yeah. And we got OJ. OJ, what's going on? What's up, man? Welcome. You know, I think the reason why I clicked in his show is she just got bodied so bad in that competition, that Nintendo Pentathlon competition that we oh, were doing. I, just, I saw that. I saw this. I saw she this. She just got smoked by me so bad, you know? I mean, I think she just had to take the take the rest of the week oh, off. Man. So it's okay, Click. She can just recover, you know, recover from after just getting stomped by me. But yeah, you know, it's good. I'm doing pretty good. Here, good. Here we got uh, Nate. Okay, so Nate can participate this week. 
because Nate, what happened? I on Wednesday I got a PlayStation Five in and an Xbox Series X. All right, Nate's with us now for the current generation. He's not all last gen anymore. So wait, you right. you retired you retired the VCR once and for all now? Oh, that VCR no, it is done. still it is still plugged in. Is it is it? Just what you're like sitting your Series X on now? Or something? Is it just, I was going to say, does it hold up still, the Series X? It's still plugged in. It's still hooked up in really? my HDMI. I, I need it for the inevitable comparison. I can't box it up. Uh, that's a good point. Actually, that that, that would make for some good videos, to, uh, the Series X versus the 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 um, VCR, especially with Cyberpunk coming up. I got to see footage off that VCR, Nate, see? on Cyberpunk. <laughs> I'm thinking ahead. I'm not going to take that. it out of the box and reset it up. I'm leaving that, that thing thing's going to look like Turok from the N64 with like fog five feet in front oh. of you. <laughs> could I, it could help. Could add it to the atmosphere. You know what? If that if it's actually impressive, that would be pretty cool. Like on the on the see, on the that's VCR. why my VCR remains plugged in. Would you play first, Nate? You play that Series X or that or that PS5 first? Actually, I guess you got the Series X first, right? No, they came in same time. Oh, OK, Nate, let's hear it. Which one won, which one got plugged in first? I did plug in the Series X first. Interesting. Interesting. Why is that? Because I wanted to play Yakuza like a dragon without load times. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You're, you'd already been playing that on the VCR. So, okay. No, yeah, I, so I wanted I to jump right into it and get all those benefits. I played that for like an hour, then I set up the PS5 and played through Astro's Playroom. I platinumed it, and since then I've been dedicating my time to beating Jeff Grubb's time on that one stage. And right now I'm half a second behind his. So right. I'm coming for you, Jeff. I'm going to surpass you. He doesn't watch the podcast. He didn't hear you. I know you're in here. <laughs> Make yourself known. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> okay. And then Evan. Evan's here. Yep. All right. Cool. Evan is here. Very good. Very good. Uh, so Evan, did you, uh, you had plans for some, some stuff coming up eventually with the, with shirts and all of this. Yeah. I'm chugging away on the, uh, the Spawncast okay. 200 episode shirt after a week, Cats. I got one character done. So I'm hoping it speeds up a little bit. Well, Ryan might got... been, he might've been a little confused when I said that he made it onto the shirt. Cause he said episode 190. Well, basically every hundred episodes, Ryan, uh, Evan does a shirt for the last hundred people and some, they're in some way on the shirt somewhere. Yeah. So somehow, mm. so you made it in right at the end this one i made i made it in yes you're 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 on the shirt now evan's taking notes he's like all right let me make sure i can i can draw ryan here so oh, all right you're, you're in somehow you're in. I, well, I don't know how the theme's gonna be last time it was pretty cool because it was like a fighting game it was yeah, like a but fighting th selection one, screen it was kind of cool yeah this one's gonna be a little different oh all yeah right. okay so jeff is in the jeff is in the chat okay 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 uh so what, whatever one want to talk some video games real quick some video games because no. I got I got to talk about I got to talk about the game of the year nomination with Jordan here when we get to, to that point. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Your favorite game got nominated, so we got to talk about. It. And then we're gonna talk about uh, uh, Age of Calamity a bit that came out this past week, and then what we think about the PS5 and the Series X in its first week. So, what video games we play this week? Whatever one play. Played a little, uh, bit, a little bit of that. A little I bit of what? Stuff. I played some stuff. Okay, MVG, what do you play? What do you play? Hit us with well, uh, on the PS5, I'm playing mm -hmm. Demon Souls, which is absolutely incredible, as many of us know. I love Demon Souls. Demon Souls is awesome on the PS5. It's it's really good. It's got definitely got my its hooks into me. It, it's one of those games where you know you rage quit ten times and then you just progress a little bit and then you're like, man, I love this game. And 
that's how it's been pretty much all week with that. Yeah, that's I, when it smacks you down. When you say, I love this game. I'm great yeah. at this game. <laughs> and then you walk around the corner, it just kills you. Yeah, uh, it's it's incredible. I, I've been enjoying that. And playing a did little you, bit of Call of Duty as well. I, did you, know, you play Demon's Souls on the PS3? Um, Yeah, but I didn't really give it a fair shake at the time. It was one of those games where I Same. picked it up. I played, I was like, this game sucks. It's too hard. I want to play something else. You know, I, 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 rent, I rented it. I rented it back when it dropped. I remember this because uh, if I'm thinking right that we may have got it in the store and I was like, let me try this game out. I took it home for like the weekend and uh, and it was it was I don't know. I think it was the clunky controls and all. I don't know. The visuals weren't even like, wow, amazing or anything. But like now it's it feels much better because the frame rate's just at 60 now yeah i have it i have it in performance you have it in performance or cinematic uh uh, performance okay okay okay, i mean cinematic is cool just to check out every once in a while but you don't play in in cinematic and see that's that's another interesting point is that i checked out um bloodborne again and i can't go back and play bloodborne after you play demon souls man it's just so jerky how'd that game not get a patch i i I, I don't know. So who's if, in charge if, of this? Who's if in charge? Someone, of this? If someone's in, uh, that works with Tony's in the chat, give us that patch. <laughs> Considering yeah, it was a collaborative effort between Japan Studio and FromSoft, you you would figure that Japan Studio could step in and do something. Nope. Anything. If they had, if they had time. Nope. Nope. Dude, anything like anything really because it's like I remember there it has like that weird like frame time issue if I remember right still yeah. and it's like. That should be like a smooth 60 on the play. They might shoot for 120 in that game on the PS5. You know, they go for 120 frames on it. You think that what they're trying to do with that game is like a Devil May Cry special edition type of thing? They would make some good money on it if they did. If they were like, you know what, we're going to do Bloodborne 2 and then we're going to go back and do a Bloodborne like remaster. Because Devil May Cry Cry doesn't have, it's not like a free update. It's like you got to buy the special edition. You know, that's the upgrade Like where you get like, it's like running at over oh, frames. You just reminded me, we're going to go over those Capcom leaks for a second too. Now you just brought I, that I, up because there's something really funny on there I wanted to go over. I would definitely double dip. Like if they did that and they, they brought out a, I would an enhanced too. edition, I, I'd, I'd pick it up. How much do you pay for that? How much would I pay for it? They get you for 50 on that? Um, Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> the, title, the title for the, whatever they call it, just, it writes itself. It'd be called Bloodborne Again. It'd be perfect. Bloodborne again. That, that's that's actually really good, George. A good title. <laughs> yeah, take it. Please take I, it. I would, I would do forty. Um, fifty okay. would be would be a hard sell. But what if yeah, they do I'd the thing they did with Spider Man, like the Ultimate Edition? What if they had that, like a remaster, but just like a little more for that? Title? I was just gonna say, give it the Spider Man remaster treatment. Yeah, it's a twenty dollar. It's a twenty dollar difference if you buy the uh, base Miles Morales. I yes. think that'd be acceptable. If if you if they're gonna charge money for it, I think that's twenty bucks is something that people would absolutely spend again to play that game at sixty. Yeah, because it's part of the PlayStation Plus collection right now, Bloodborne is. Yep. Yep. Right. So yeah. People are experiencing it now and it's like, hey, maybe we will do a remaster on this. Well, it and- was it was on PlayStation Plus, I think, two years ago. So if you didn't claim it back then, this is your time to do it now. Yep. I remember I saw it. I was like, yeah, I'm claiming that immediately. Yeah, like better. Absolutely. Um, but yeah. So okay, let let me let me uh, let me ask Ryan here. What you what you play this week? Because you said you were all over the place this week playing stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. The first week was was busy with the console because I was playing like the first four or five hours of like all PS5 games for testing and evaluating. But now it's Demon Souls, the one I'm sitting down and really taking my time with is Demon's Souls. And that's one that I did play at the time when it came out. I didn't finish it, but it's it just looks so much better. 
you know, when we're talking two hardware jumps and there's just so much more cosmetically that they can change to the game, it feels brand new. Yes, it, it really does. It feels, Blue Point yeah. did an awesome job on it. Absolutely, they did. If it's brand new but familiar, and so it's just like a... It's almost like from a gameplay perspective, I'm remembering certain things, but visually, it, I, I'm just like, oh, oh yeah, that's where I am. You know what I mean? It just looks so good. The lo- the load times are really good on it, too. Like, uh, well, when you first load you in... Die. Yeah, 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 it does. Well, like when you first load in, you see that fog for like a second or two, and then you're just the game's just ready to go. You're just you're just rolling. So like, oh yeah, I love it. Massive improvement on that too. I was really really happy to see that one. You know, the one thing I'm a little disappointed in for this being this is like their the the PS5 launch exclusive. It's not anywhere else right now. Um, was I thought they would have used the Dual Sense a little more with those adaptive triggers in some way. I know it's a hard game, so they're like we don't want to hamper the the player too much like call of duty does some crazy stuff with that adaptive trigger yeah uh, I, 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 I like the call of duty i was going to talk about that real quick the call of duty um triggers that they're really really good but um sometimes they, they're more of a hindrance i feel like you know what i mean if I that makes sense to- it seems like people are saying that it's more of a problem more so than it actually enhances. The so game. I think I would use that for the campaign, but then I would realize that most people would turn it off in multiplayer and I'd be like, yeah, I'll probably, t- I'll probably turn it off multiplayer. But like, yeah. dude, when they showed that video of the person pressing down the trigger and it was actually like fighting back as they were that, that's a cool idea for the triggers. Uh, Mainstream of a game can't, can't dramatically change the, the gameplay experience of something that millions and millions of people are going to play that they're comfortable playing every single year. That's a game that some people buy annually and that's all they, they buy and play. Yeah. Yep. You can't, I don't think you can get away with that. I think that's why it's irking people. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. But like the, the nice thing with the Sony, the PlayStation five is you can just turn those adaptive triggers off on the system. Yeah, you can level. turn them off. So you just don't even notice it then. It's like, that's fine. But like the adaptive triggers are so interesting for me. Like when I'm, I, I, I'm surprised because it's like the controller itself can surprise you. So it's, it's pretty cool to say. I just, Demon Souls, I was playing through it and I was like, I, I, I was looking for something that would really activate those triggers minus the, the pulling back the bow or something. Um, but it just didn't seem like they used it as much in Demon Souls for being like the one console exclusive at launch. I, I was just expecting a little more from that. But um, I guess I'm guessing that they also didn't do much for that game either because it is so heavy on staying true to the original. That's what I thought. Like even, yeah. like even the animations, like they're all new animations, but the actual hitbox and everything is still the exact same from the original. Did you see they were thinking about putting an easy mode and they opted not to because of that? They said, wait a minute, maybe Good. we shouldn't do this. Uh, they, there was an interview with Washington Post where they were talking about that. The, I think the director of Bluepoint and they said, maybe yeah. we, they, they, they played around with it. You know, it was up in the air. They had discussions. They were like, nah, we'll leave it. We'll leave it. This. They were going to criticize either way. They put easy mode in, they get yelled at. They don't put it in, they get yelled at. I, so it's I like, don't understand that, but okay. I think every time uh, a Souls game comes out, there's this discussion about easy mode. Because every time Blood One was the same, Demon Souls Three was the same, Sekiro was the same. Everyone wants this easy mode. Well, I don't know where it's coming from, but like they should never do it. I think it's 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 coming from the people that finally see another Dark Souls or here's Bloodborne, here's Demon. Maybe I should finally sit down and try this game. They find out it's not for them after you know finally jumping ship to go try it i think here's my thing with i can it, see where people are coming from i i always i'm that person who always says oh this is the one i'm gonna try like i picked up demon Soul, demon souls knowing full well i'm gonna put it down in an hour because i can't progress that far in the game <laughs> but yeah. 
I, I think that that mindset comes from like for me, I look at all the stuff they've shown in Demon Souls and how much people love the lore. I'm like, I would love to get into the lore. I want to mm. see the deeper game stuff. I want to get to that. But I physically, my gaming capabilities of just I can't get through certain things in it, and it sucks. I can't experience that. I'm not asking for an easy mode. I just wish I was better at the game to see that kind of stuff. But like, I, I can see where that mindset comes from because there's some gorgeous stories and lore and. I would love to experience it. And maybe, maybe this Demon Souls game, maybe I finally break that barrier. So Probably I, highly unlikely. It, I haven't put I, it in yet. I think the but it's from beyond that. It's, it's, it's about accessibility yeah. and people with disabilities who cannot play the game. And if you can offer an easy mode, and it doesn't mean easy mode, you're going to beat the demon in a single hit. It's sure. just now maybe my damage is twice as much. It's still going to have some sort of challenge. You still have to learn the mechanics of the game. You're still going to have trial and error. It's just so everybody can have a chance to play the game. And there's nothing wrong with having accessibility options in gaming. And it's the idea where people go out of the way and say, well, that's not the direct, that's not the direction that the game creators wanted. No, the game creators want everyone to be able to enjoy their game. No one's out there saying, oh, you have arthritis? Too bad for you. That's not happening. So you know, the conversation for easy mode in a game is that they that's should have point. accessibility options. There's no reason to limit who can play your game. I mean, that's, that's just ridiculous. Like, I think the, the best compromise would, would be for the purists, there's one setting and that's the setting that we all know, the one that's going to kick your ass. But then you could, you could do something like uh, the last of us part two's accessibility options where it's extremely tailored to whatever disability somebody might have. Like, I can't speak for the ailments that some people may be stuck with, but you could put in all those toggles and somebody that could, depending on what they have, they could set it to where it's still challenging, but accessible to them. Something like that. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah, it's a valid point. That's why I, I've always, I didn't, I don't know what the right answer is. Cause yeah, it's a purist standpoint, but I mean, you I know, do feel bad for anybody that wants to play these games. You could, you could even have like a trophy set up specifically for beating it on like the classic exactly. mode or something. And here's another thing. Oh, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't put a trophy <laughs> in there. If it's the other way around. <laughs> don't do <laughs> trophies. Uh, -uh. <laughs> well we, they've had that before like you beat the game on the hard mode yeah. you get a trophy for it so I mean, the best trophy list the best trophy list real quick sorry rant bet the best trophy list is one playthrough no missables no online and any there has to be chapter select or backtracking you have that's the best way to do it Okay. As in oh, a perfect world. Oh yeah. As <laughs> as in a perfect world. Well, but in that regard, some games with multiple difficulties, if you beat it at the highest, it gives you all the lower ones. It just lets hey, you have them. Hey, all I know. So. Yeah. Fire up Avatar on the 360. <laughs> well, I mean, if you look at it, like if it's the other way around, people can like if a game is too easy, what do people do? Complain. Well, why didn't they add a harder difficulty? And nobody has a problem with that. Well, nobody says, oh, well, the developers wanted the game to be easier. Everyone says, well, add a harder difficulty. So I don't understand why there's some type of like weird, you know, well, it's okay one way, but it's not okay the other way around. So if it's because people, people, for harder you know, people want to feel as though they are superior because they beat Demon Souls, but you can't. But damn what people want to feel. It's about having every, you know, like but that's what it's I'm, about. They want to say that mindset. That mindset is garbage. Right. It's, it's, it's I'm better than you. It's that elitist mindset that I did something you can't. And it's ridiculous. It's a video game. If you're that good at all the stuff in life, then go become a professional athlete and actually be the best of the best. Beating Demon Souls doesn't make you the best gamer in the world. Yeah, it but, means but what if you I had a lot of patience. That? You took time. You learned the mechanics of the game. Maybe you found a way to exploit certain areas. It's like wearing this badge of honor of, I beat a game you can't. It's childish, which I get. It's the gaming community. 
People want to measure up and measure their e by saying, look at the platinum trophy I have, you don't. There's no harm in having an easy mode to let people who may not fair, have their skill level play the game. That goes beyond. That goes before the like everyone was online with the internet. People used to do that like back in the day before then too. So yeah, oh yeah, then that, that's the mindset. <laughs> it's been a I, while. <laughs> I, I've seen which. That's why I always say, well, look, I want difficulty options. Like if the game is too easy, I'll say, yo, why isn't there a difficulty option like Kirby Star Allies? No, I'll say that. Okay, well, why isn't there a difficult? It should be like both ways. It shouldn't just be, oh, well, it's what I want, but not the other way around. Because I've seen the same people complain about games being too easy, you know, and not having a harder mode. But then when it, this game, it's like, oh, no, there shouldn't be an easy mode. So, like, well, wait a minute. You're complaining <laughs> for more, like, a harder mode in there. Like, it should be both. It should be, there should be easy modes and it should be the hard modes. There should be both in all games. So, everybody, if you want a harder challenge, you get the harder challenge. If you want something easier, you get that there. I don't, I don't think it should just be one way. It should be, but I have uh, noticed consistent. I have noticed a lot more games are catering to even in more difficulty settings. So instead of just easy, normal, hard, we're starting to see like here's just like here's the base story mode where it's very light combat and you get your story if that's what you want. Then here's easy, medium, hard, then like an extra expert mode. Like they're they're diversifying the modes a little bit more to cater towards the personal experience. Here's the good news. Well, I'm sure we'll be able to revisit, revisit this topic the next time a new Souls game is announced and they don't have some kind of difficulty setting in it. Let's let's go. OK, let's go. Let's go over to Nate. You said you played Astro. That was that was the big game on the PS5 you played, right? Yeah, because it's the only one I have. Yeah, well, it came with the system. So that's right. Hold on. You knew the, you knew the PS5 was showing up. But you didn't order a game for it. I did not know it was showing up. <gasps> oh, this was a surprise. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. So I did not have any pre-plans. It showed up and I was like, all right, play Astro. Seems like there's so a backstory there you're not getting into. But all right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Okay. Oh so, <laughs> so I played Astro and. Okay. So what was what was your yeah. thought? Okay. You played Astro. What was the, what was the, what was the feeling on that? It's a good nostalgia celebration of the PlayStation brand. Okay, great. A lot of references. What about that really DualSense? Well it's a good demonstration of what the DualSense can do. A lot of neat features to it. The microphone, it adds a little bit to the immersion because if you actually look at it, when you're getting hit by like the snow, well, not the snow, the hail and rain, mm -hmm. you get that little bit of kind of like a ding, ding, ding coming out of the controller speaker and then you get the haptic feedback so it really makes it feel like you are getting hit by rain we know it's really Without interesting that though you wouldn't get that full feedback i think i think the the speaker working in conjunction with the haptic advanced haptic feedback is really good i think that is a great idea for yeah, them to have it enhances the immersion you get from it yes you know what's really interesting though is we've seen this because the switch has done it for a while with its like pro controller or the joy con controls they can run those sound files through the, the rumble motor so it like matches up perfectly and that's why everything just like feels really like like you say immersive together and we've seen the dual sense do the same thing where it can make noise like it can actually make sounds just from the rumble yeah, it reminds me of kind of you took a Switch Pro controller and merged it with a Wiimote and you had that speaker. Because when you played like Wii Sports and you were golfing or whatever, the speaker did the boom whenever you yes. hit the ball or you threw the strike. Now, if you added like HD rumble to that, you'd basically get the dual sense. So in a way, Astro's Playroom is the Wii Sports of the PS5. I think it's I think it's a good enough idea where Nintendo's next system, they look into that for their pro controller and 
incorporate the the joy cons in that way whatever their next system ends up being because I, I think that is a good idea to take that like haptic feedback to the next level but what'd you think of those adaptive triggers nate they are utilized well in astro because it's interesting when you get the artifacts and you go to zoom in and you have a little bit of the resistance and then once you're out of that screen and you, you no longer really need the triggers they're completely loose or when you're what is it, you become like a rocket yeah, and you or, have that resistance to build up the pressure to build up, you know, yeah. the actual launch. Or did you like the the one where you're climbing up the side of like a, a oh, cliff? the monkey thing? That's cool, isn't it? Where it like locks that was cool. down. And because you had, yeah, you had certain rocks where if you put too much pressure, it broke, so yep. you slipped. Yep. I was like, okay, I, that's really neat use of the adaptive triggers. So it shows how a platforming game, maybe Ratchet and Clank, could utilize the triggers in a very engaging way. Because I kind of felt like Astro was a ratchet light it's giving us hints as what we could see from the genre do you know what my my issue now is because i took apart that dual sense and i looked at how the mechanism works i can actually feel like those those like bars slide into place now because i know what's happening in there uh so it, it kind of breaks it a little bit for me because i i can like as i'm pulling down i can feel them like rotate into place so i'm like yeah okay i know what's happening it kind of got rid of some of the magic for me for that um but it is a really cool idea i just i hope developers use it that's the concern this year <laughs> i could okay. see it if third parties don't use it then it's not going to be utilized by whoa, whoa. pretty much it's not going to become a standard because whoa. third parties have no it's incentive to use it over there <laughs> unless kojima's next game come on he's going to use it in incredible we way don't know oh, when kojima, kojima's next game is going to be it's going to be awesome. deliver the mail for usps because we can't <laughs> deliver it on time right now well hold on hold on how do you think silent hill is going to use that dual sense controller what who knows we'll find out that, that fake rumor again <laughs> i don't know if we'll see i could see it using the haptic of kind of doing like a heartbeat type of system and not necessarily the adaptive triggers because i don't know if you gotta, if I mean, you gotta, unless you're like strangling a dog if, or if you're being chased and you got to open a door and it's forcing its way back on Ooh. you like no, on, the, cool. the only haptic it's going to simulate is oh, a boy. slot machine pulling the handle. Oh, oh there it is. Definitely. Definitely. We got that in Astro already. <laughs> we did. Wait, Ryan, what, what do you think about that Silent Hill rumor? Seems like there's a... I've been covering it for a while. It seems like there's multiple people that on many occasions it's don't know each other, think that it's coming. Yeah, so it's, here, Nate, here, Nate over here. Or there's it's, smoke, there's fire. If you follow if you follow rumors long enough, you kind of pick up on like what's probably going to happen and what's not. Like we all saw Demon Souls a mile away because it just kept coming up too often. So it seems like something is definitely happening. We just don't know how far along the project actually is if it's really a thing, which mm -hmm. presumably it's still got a long ways to go. Uh, presumably, it's a little ways off. Nate's, it's doing a little that, ways Nate's doing that thing where he goes, uh, like when it's you're, a little, when you're it's saying a something. Little ways off still. <laughs> okay, it's okay. not around the corner. It's a little. They little said longer. yeah. They, it's what around 2018 or 2019 it, it started so the, i mean they don't have anything to show we, we can't expect it next year but then again I, no I it's definitely that not for, 2021 we're yeah. looking at we're looking at maybe at the earliest a late 2022 release yeah that seems somewhat realistic to me but i i also thought oh man we're not going to see another spider-man or demon or god of war till like probably around there 2022 but sure enough we got a you know a small bite-sized miles morales now we're getting God of War 22. I still can't believe that we're getting that 2021. You think that's PS4 game too? No, it's You think that's PS4 game too? Yeah. I'd assume it's PlayStation yeah. 5. Okay. Okay. 
I was assuming it is. If it be cross gen, I, I I'm fifty fifty on it. It might be, I, it might be cross gen. They're still they're still super conservative. I mean, they're they're generations games, traditional console model. Spend seventy dollars. Like it was surprising to see three cross gen games, but I I'm thinking yeah. that might be about it. Maybe one or two other ones. Horizon's obviously probably the most uh that's a controversial one. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 one hit kind of hard. I was like, ah, it's too bad. But uh. yeah, I was like, ah, well, they definitely have to. Like that would definitely be a bottleneck. Like there's certain games where you can say, all right, that can be on both, no problem. But Horizon, I'm thinking, ah, eh, they they probably could have done a lot more. Yeah, it's because it's open world, and they already talked about some limitations on the PS4 before it. So that's why I'm like, ah, uh, okay. Yeah, they have some like, stuff on the five. I don't know. PS5. Like Jim Ryan just he just said like, oh, that game's being designed with PS5 features in mind. Like, yeah, passive features. So it's gonna have dual sense features. It's gonna use um, uh, it triggers. Uh, adaptive yeah, trigger. Yeah, there you go. Tra- time to be faster. Yeah, I'm that. like, okay. There's still the memory problem. You're gonna have memory issues. The the second you try to design anything about going into a building or walking outside or whatever, you're gonna think, okay, well, what can PS4 do? Yeah, exactly. J- Jordan. Yeah. What'd you play? Uh, I played all of Call of Duty's campaign. Oh, cool. How was it? Is it good? Uh, it's a pretty interesting campaign. They, it's it's very Call of Duty, but they actually tried a few new things um, in the story that I thought were kind of fascinating. I know no, no one else cares about the campaign, like in the oh, chat. But like, I, I, I do. I started, I started it up. I started it up. I, I, I enjoyed it. Player, I, I enjoyed the, the twist they take. There's about three multiple endings. There's a bunch of oh. side things that all affect what type of character you are by the end of it. There's a little bit more depth to it in it. I actually like that about it. I was like, okay, there's there's some real percussions of my choices in this game. How uh, how long how long was it, Jordan? Not remember. a long campaign. It's oh, it's okay. maybe it's not. I wouldn't even say six hours. It's oh, really wow. not that long. It's it's a very That's short. What campaign. I love about Call of Duty games. Yeah, you run they're through like, them. They're like palate cleansers. Yeah, like, they're great to play in between something. Yeah, oh, it's it was that. a quick thing that I got through. It was fun to play. Um, uh, I've been spending a lot of time this week specifically because I know I really wasn't on much of obviously last week's. Uh, and so I, I beat Miles Morales and loved that. It's fantastic. Oh, I was going to talk about my Miles Morales um, too. Yeah. I wanted yeah. To go over that. The, I I've been playing up. a lot of Assassin's Creed. Yes. Um, and okay. it started off the first four hours I thought were very slow compared to Odyssey. Yeah. Uh, but it does ramp up after the four hour mark. The only problem, there's a few problems I have with the game, aside from glitches that I need to fix, like the are stupid you, fire that doesn't Are you talking about when you get like your town and you start building that up right around well, there? Once, once you even? get to your town, then the game really picks up. Uh, I think until like way late game, uh, the stuff that happens, it's a very less exciting adventure um, than Odyssey. Odyssey felt like this grand, huge map. Uh, this kind of feels like a lot of the areas you see are the same. A lot of trees and hills that don't really vary much in color and it's just a lot of dull colors and it's it's it has great moments but there's definitely a little um lack of it until late end game stuff um where i still think i like odyssey a bit better but this game is it's still fantastic i'm really enjoying the story of it and and the uh and, and how they're pacing that out um and then I, I forgot that age of calamity released until last night and i got it like right before the source closed and picked it up so i haven't even started playing it yet yeah i i so. okay miles morales yeah. Who, who else played? You played it, Jordan. Did yes. You beat it. Oh yeah. OJ played it. Did you beat it, OJ? I don't want to say anything. No, I, I okay. haven't. I haven't beat it yet. I'm. I'm okay. about. I just started. I'm not about like an hour or so in. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'll good, probably good. have it beat maybe next week. Yeah, it's not like a super long game. You'll yeah. get it done in like I. I want to say it was like a 
seven hour Jordan, eight hour. It didn't feel like it was that long even, but I did yeah, some side stuff. Six, while six playing seven hours with no side yeah. stuff. New game okay. plus you can get to that story in like three, four hours. And it's, you, it's play, really you, quick. you played Miles Morales yet? Not yet. No, I'll probably okay. pick it up um, next week or the week after. Uh, okay. What about, what about Ryan? Did you, did you get a chance to spend any time in that yet? Before I uh, say anything I shouldn't about it. Actually, I won't anyway because we're on the podcast. With yeah, first, first hour. First okay. hour, but okay. I like this I game a lot, hear. Jordan. I like this oh, game a lot. Story's excellent. It's a short little it's the perfect little great introduction to uh to Miles Morales, like actually getting the powers uh from yes. where the cliffhanger left off uh from the original game. And it gets me excited for what Spider-Man two is actually gonna be and how we're gonna see both of those, you know, if we're gonna play as both of them, which I assume that's the point of two is playing as both of them at different points. Uh, throughout the story so so i'm gonna say uh, i'm gonna say something might be kind of controversial here okay jordan mm -hmm. i think the story and character together for miles morales is better than spider-man i agree PS4. okay i don't okay, think that's good. controversial i, I agree oh, with that okay i okay, think good. this this trims all the fat it gives you a very uh, entertaining little two-week story that really gets you in the mind of miles morales into his life uh, I think it also makes Peter a more interesting character because yeah, of this. That mentor role now. Right. And, yeah. I, and I get excited for what's going to come because of that. Uh, and I'm very much more inclined that I really want to replay this story multiple times rather than going through the original Spider-Man game multiple times because there is a lot of that fluff and you really do realize it because this game is literally, aside from like one or two moments, it's like story beat, story beat, story beat. And, you, and it really feels... Like this is the most entertaining way they could have made this game, and the action is like, it, like I thought it was crazy what you can do in Spider Man. This game takes the action up to a level. That's because Miles Morales possible. is like way. He's already really powerful in the game. Oh, it <laughs> like, is crazy yeah. the stuff you can do in this game. Yeah. Yep. So he's he's already really strong, and I I decided to put the game on hard right away because mm -hmm. uh, I thought Spider Man on the PS4 was a little too easy, and I think it was the right difficulty. So if you're starting out, I actually think you should put it on hard just because I think it's a better. I think it's a better playthrough for that um but yeah i i, I like the character a lot. i can't wait to see what they do in spider-man 2 here's the one thing about this game though i don't it didn't feel like it was any kind of evolution over spider-man the first one on the ps4 it just feels like it was more of that game with miles morales oh it's, so, a, it's, a, it's a good dlc yes but i'm yeah. hoping that when spider-man 2 comes around in a couple years maybe that they have anything well i'm all right. I'm hoping they have something just like with Infamous. I, ho I hope they have it figured out uh, that they have something new figured out for them. I hope it's yeah. not just I hope it doesn't just feel like Spider-Man remastered or whatever on the PS4. Just more of that. I hope they have something new in mind for they can keep it all the same as long as they fix Peter's face. That's all I care about. <laughs> I almost wonder if they just I almost wonder if they go somewhere else. Can they just can they just go somewhere else other than New York? Uh, Well, um, that'd be kind of weird for Spider-Man, but We'll see. I don't know. Fast and the Furious go to Tokyo or something. <laughs> hey, I, I'm all right. I wouldn't say I'll I'm take, opposed, I'll but take I... Spider Man in Tokyo. <laughs> That'd be cool. Uh, I mean, could they do that? Could, what about Spider Verse the game where there's like they're gonna do some they're gonna do some time travel world. stuff, aren't they? Dimension. Oh man, I don't know about that one. That'd be that'd be tough. Uh, it's a good game though. I think people should pick it up. It's worth playing through. Sean is once in the game of the year conversation for some reason, but I don't think it's to that i don't think it's game what it is year, but it's but, yeah, i think it's definitely a top five game it, from, it was a great enjoyable experience from this what year. i've played it's fantastic like it's really smooth and like the combat like system is very creative 
there's a lot of cool ways to take out enemies from what i've played just in the early game and also from what i've seen like people posting like combo videos and stuff on twitter i think the 60 frames per second mode is really what makes it to me really come together more to where i like it a bit more than what we got before the other one felt a bit stiff at times this one feels uh for what they were trying to do with the combat it feels because it, it it's like, kind of like arkham you know like, that's kind of like the style that they're going for mm -hmm. so yeah. um i think it comes together a bit more i know there's the performance and or there's the ray tracing mode and people say i went performance mode i'm doing yeah, I i'm getting 60. I, I i think it plays a lot better there i mean um with the performance with the style of game that it is uh and the timing that you have to have with the game so yeah i'm impressed with it i think it looks great i think it plays uh really good and you get the advantage of the performance mode on ps5 over the ps4 version so so oj would you you want to take us into the age of calamity talk what you've been playing yeah yeah i've been playing a lot i i didn't beat the game like sean already i didn't rush through sean already hard. beat it max already beat it they both already beat it so I was yeah like, oh. but i put about i put about maybe seven or eight hours but i've been doing a ton of the side quests and okay kind of just like because i'm playing on on hard i'm playing on the hard mode so like you actually have to like level up and you actually have you can't just mash the whole time you have to actually like do like the different counters like the stasis counters and stuff like that so i'm really enjoying the game I, I think the only complaint that pretty much everybody would have with the game is that the frame rate just gets kind of eh at times uh but it's still super fun to play like it's definitely my favorite warriors game that i've played i made a video on it already this morning just at first impressions um and i really enjoyed what they did it feels a lot more individualized with the combat it feels like each character it's not just like okay we're gonna press y y y x and then they just do like animations for that character it actually feels like each character has something that's really unique about them that you need to exploit in order to do certain things in the um, in, in each mission so i've played about four hours of it so far is what it says here and uh, i i got it when it dropped i ended up getting digital because i figured i would probably be kind of on and off with it here and there because it is going to be a game that after you beat it sean was mentioning there is some end game stuff to go through but it sounded like it was something i was you'd you'd be spending a lot of time in over like a long time so that means like, like you'd, you'd end up clocking a lot of hours in over like a year or so just playing it on and off so i grabbed it digitally so i don't have to keep changing the cartridge out and maybe eventually have like a sale on it or something like that with fire emblem warriors or hyrule warriors definitive edition uh but so far it's been it's been pretty good so far for what it is it's it's still a warriors game so people are going to figure out if that's like if they have the, I guess the, the patience from the repetition you end up with in it, because you do, you know, you end up with, it's a Warriors game, you end up with a lot of repetitive stuff at times in it. But I, I think for what it is right now, it's very fun. And the fact that apparently it's not like this super long game. I, I think Sean said, how much, how long did he say it was like 12 or 13? Nine it was like 13 or 14 hours. It, it, it wasn't that long. I think Max said it was like, 12 or 13 hours for him but uh i think the one drawback i have right now is just the performance overall of the game in terms of like frame rate at times um and the visuals with resolution dropping lower uh, i think otherwise though it's the gameplay is solid um, anyone um anyone pick up this yeah nintendo sent me a copy or oh okay yeah it's over there i got it it's it's over there somewhere I'm i put waiting. it back together i'm still I'd, waiting for mine to arrive I'd, as I forgot about Calamity coming out, I went to Target last night. They had like 15 of these on the shelves. Like, oh yeah, I should probably get one of these since everyone else bought one. Yeah, the people, are supposed, cool. to, the people are supposed to tell about Age of Calamity aren't even on, on the podcast right now. That's supposed to be Sean and Max. They're the ones who beat the games. <laughs> they're not even here. <laughs> Great. All right. I just realized that. 
uh yeah i i played that a little bit jordan it's a clock it's mario and that's mario my two. favorite thing is advertised that's and like ball. super mario's lost <laughs> levels ball and time i'm like oh time's a game nice. time dude i mean it does some cool stuff the it packaging the is number. awesome i love the slip cover on yeah, it that looks yeah good. that's you realize they, cool. they they did that so that when you take it off it actually looks like a game and watch box underneath oh it, yeah it's kind of neat i don't know it's a 50 dollar uh, thing it's, it's, it's like, a cool thing yeah it was that one i thought it was a lot more than that's when i saw it was 50 i was like oh that's kind of cool i'll grab it they had they a bunch had, of them i thought this was like selling out everywhere apparently stock was good for it i was surprised yeah, yeah it was fine apparently it's there they had plenty of them hmm. yeah it's, it's pretty cool but i don't i don't know it's very small i don't know how much i actually play it it seems like something collectors just put on their shelf and yeah like look what i have <laughs> uh evan how many discord questions we got over there i think five until that thing starts running doom and gets hacked okay so i did i did open it i did open it and look at it it doesn't have a lot there to do anything with to be honest it's like four megabytes of storage or something <laughs> that's, that's enough need, literally baby. for just the roms that are there or something like that for yeah, megabytes. watch it watch it start running dreamcast games in a couple of weeks from now yeah right <laughs> we had well we had doom on a on a ti calculator or something right so i guess i can yep. do it. or on a pregnancy test there you go we can do it <laughs> we can do it uh evan how many discord questions we have like five of the super chats do before we get into the the very fun game of the year conversation do you okay. want to oh do boy. it as the segment which, which or do, nobody which... should have a problem with i i'll also add <laughs> <laughs> okay. i'll also add that nobody should have a problem with that at all uh well that'll be fun uh okay evan which discord question you want to hit us with first you want me to just go through them all right um oh, okay we got a guy who's looking to pick up cyberpunk 2077 he wants to play it on the current you know next gen systems but he's probably not going to get one until 2022. Uh, so he's mostly wondering what we think about whether or not the file will transfer from the current gen to the next gen. Because I don't think CD Projekt Red said anything. And he's debating getting it on, I guess, the last generation of systems and hoping that it moves forward. Which system did the cross? Well, no, you should. They, I'm sure they'll do that. Yeah, all, do that. All, all, all the save data from the old consoles went to my new consoles. So they, like, I, I think they actually did confirm that. They did? CD Projekt Red came forward? Okay. Yeah, plus remember Witcher 3, even the yeah. Nintendo Switch save can be transferred over to the Steam version and the Steam version can come across. I mean, that, that's fine. I mean, I remember seeing the list where like the cross save was only like six things at one point in time. And then they eventually were thinking They've improved it. it. But I I, th I could see CD Projekt Red actually having a focus on on that cross gen stuff because they're yeah. going to they're going to look to sell Cyberpunk for quite a while. I'll tell you that now. Witcher 3 still gets sold fairly well. So uh, I think you're safe going either way. I think the PS5 or the Series X, I think either one should accept this to save without too much issue so uh, we got a guy asking for the cast's opinion on rumble feature he's through his use of the switch he started to like it but then over time he's been turning it off in most of his games okay so the rumble itself okay because so, hmm. i mean we're talking about the haptic and all that as the well so. advanced haptic. yeah because the ps5 and the switch the same company makes their rumble motors now so they they basically have the same type of rumble motors which is good because i would like to think that third parties might do something with it uh or the technologists oh. advance but it it really comes down to the creativity around from these developers third party specifically to give you a reason to have it on it's pretty subtle in most switch games today so i mean like even like hyrule wars it's pretty subtle here and there it's nothing crazy so there's no need for me to turn it off or get upset about it. it's just we've been having rumble forever now and it's just a little bit better it's better rumble now you know it's individualized motorized rumble in certain parts so i mean it's no no 
to me it's, i mean it's better but i mean i don't think there's any really need to like turn it off because a lot of developers don't even really use it really, I, I do turn I it off in halo because that xbox controller still uses the same rumble motors from like the ps1 dual shock yeah so. well xbox <laughs> it's horrible and x like xbox like a whole right. controller just starts Dude, shaking that, i can't you know? believe like, all right so what do you what do you think about this uh, mvg let me ask you first all right i'm just gonna go to random here on my on my screen mvg mm-hmm. okay do you think it was a mistake for microsoft to not do something else with the xbox controller yes absolutely okay. what do you absolutely. think ryan what was the question because you cut out on me oh do you think that it was a mistake for microsoft to not try to do something a bit more with their controller like we hear about advanced at least it have to advance had to feel all of that yeah when i finally held when I, I thought it was too safe i do like the d-pad but i mm. thought this is way too safe we didn't nate? do anything what do you think nate they needed to innovate in some other way even if it was just as simple as adding um i don't know, like gyro if you added the adaptive trigger, oh, yeah. it, yeah, it doesn't have gyro. Adaptive triggers would have been nice. I, I do like what they did with the controller, adding the extra grip on the back and the bumpers and the new D-pad. They it's all a good feel feeling controller. It is. It, it's a good feeling the controller, controller feels great. It's a fantastic yeah. controller from like an ergonomic standpoint. It's just you, you need to add one little extra feature to really differentiate it from the Xbox One controller, and you sure, didn't do it. Maybe. Yeah, it has oh, a new gosh. button. Woo-hoo. you know what the problem is the, the the less parity there is between any sort of unique features it's just more of a pain in the ass for third party mm-hmm. you know, how unique the touchpad was on ps4 but let's face it the whole generation they were buttons yeah. how many games use swiping gestures on a dualshock 4 Dude, the same deal was, here that was a pretty sweet map button though yeah, it's a map button, but no swiping gestures, which is really yeah. unique. Like, you almost forget that it can accept swipe gestures. Yeah. No developer does that. So the haptics and triggers, I, they, they feel great, but when, you, when you're shipping on two platforms and now they have to spec it to S, X, we're in, we're in cross-gen, so X1, X1X, PS4, PS4 Pro, how many of them are re- reasonably going to add in all these extra features? Then Sony's asking... Sony wants you to do PS Plus game help features, which is on developers. Like when you get too specific, nobody's going to take the time to do this stuff. Yeah, I'm a bit concerned that kind of gets ignored a little bit too. They'll be like, I "There's just seven, the there's seven games on there." Yeah, and most of them are first party. We, we think OJ about that Xbox show. You think they should have done uh, done something a little more good, a little bit of a risk there. Try something weird with the yeah, controller. Maybe. I mean, I see why they didn't because of what they're kind of going for. They're already spending so much money with the two different yeah. models, and like, yeah. I, so I see why they didn't because they they just, they just had to spend time doing other things. But I'm I do think with the uh, you know how Xbox loves controllers, so I think maybe a new Elite could maybe add I something in that. the future. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, they probably should have just done something, even if it was like low budget gimmicky, like a gyro mm-hmm. or something yeah maybe like even like if you split the controller into like two different rumble you know like like just like even if it was just like one half and the other half you know or something or like top and bottom and make it like okay you can control like if something's happening at the top like it's rumbles at the top like just make it to where it's not crazy like they're still using that old school like n64 rumble right like so i'd have been okay if they even just were like hey we put we put like paddles on it by default now so every xbox series actually just has like oh uh, god the, back the yeah, like something like that. Just be like, yeah, now developers know that everyone who oh. buys the series just has it. People want back paddles. That's weird because that started as an accessibility feature for people. So it seems like accessibility for games is something people do actually take advantage of. Those, are, those are on the DualSense now, right, too? 
I mean, they added that no, now. Yeah, no, even no, though they no. added that piece for the okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, they did the dual. They did DualShock Four had the back buttons that sold out, and no, you would have thought that was kind of their like precursor to saying we're putting this feature as a standard thing on the DualSense, and it's okay, weird that both of these control, both of these companies have tested that type of idea of either the back mm -hmm. buttons or paddles, and why they haven't just implemented it into their standard controller with the console itself is kind of confusing because they clearly see demand for these features well i mean really we, we used to use them on like those scuff controllers and stuff we used to drill into xbox controllers to get them so we could jump without taking our thumbs off of yep. the, the sticks that's why we did it uh yeah. with with halo back in the day spawn hear me out mm -hmm. all right escape four comes out right <laughs> okay how did this so, happen all right go ahead <laughs> all right so instead of you know you use the the sticks to do the controls use the touchpad you know how it shows you the way it, it's supposed to look on the screen when you're using the controller you just draw the shape uh, and you and you do the trick based on drawing the shape accuracy yo how are they going to use those adaptive triggers in skate 4 see now how, just, how tight you the grab the board <laughs> you're doing oh, an air grab man. which way you pull it how hard you i don't know mm. but i'm just saying there could be some cool features with that we got another Discord question, Evan. Uh, since haptic feedback's now in the PlayStation family through Sony, do we think we'll see more of that coming out with other consoles? This is just like kind of, I guess, what we talked about with the Xbox. Specifically, this guy's talking about whatever the next generation or next iteration of the Nintendo Switch is. Wait, what was it? The hapt you said haptic, haptic or advanced? Haptic feedback. Because now that Sony is using it, should technically make it cheaper to produce because now more people need it. So they just... Yeah, I mean, the Switch already uses it. My hope is that developers just because it becomes the default it's up to microsoft to do it I, maybe they put in their lead controller like oj said but like at this point it's up to developers to now develop for it because it's uh, the sony uses it too so now two systems out of the three use it so that would be that would be good yeah I, I think uh i think nintendo will continue to work with the immersion that's the company that does it as well so and hey they're they got a ton of business that immersion so that you would you would assume they'd also advance their technology What's another one, Evan? Thoughts on coil wine. Specifically, this guy's oh, system good. has it. He's really annoyed by it, and he's wondering if it's worth a return. I believe uh, they're accepting returns. on. I think they are. The last I saw, it was like a three-week turnaround time. So, so I have it on mine. Um, it, is, it is a mild annoyance because the my Xbox Series S is like, I can't hear it at all. It's whisper quiet, right? But... I mean, for me, it's not really a big deal. Like, mm. I, I'm playing Demon Souls, I'm playing Call of Duty. Those games, by rights, would absolutely blast the hell out of my PS4 Pro fans. Oh so yeah, I, I'm calling this a victory either way. Like, could it could it be better? Yes, but I'm, I'm I can live with it. But I know it does bother some people more than than I've myself. I've good news for you, MG, because I can here today confirm <gasps> that if you have a heavy blanket that blocks out sound. Oh. The PS5 would be completely fine with it on top of it. The fan will just get kind of loud. <laughs> go, go. So, I, that may have been like tested it. at some did, point. Did you just tell thousands of people to put a blanket over their <laughs> no, Don't do that. I, I actually said as part of the thing, I was like, I should probably say this might be a fire. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to let people know that right now as a disclaimer. Uh, what do, what do you think? Tell trick 2020 confirmed. <laughs> hey, the PS5 fought through it though. It kept going. <laughs> uh, what, do you, what do you think, Ryan, about the coil wine? What do you think? Should, should, he, should he look into a replacement for that if it's if it's bugging? What do you think? Uh, if they get enough of them, they're going to not take them anymore. PC yeah. manufacturers don't even take them. Yeah. Normal, you can't RMA for that. So. Yeah. 
but it's, I, it's interesting for a console because this isn't like everyone's like, oh, it's making this buzzing noise. Like, what? But like people don't realize we, you know, this is like a problem on GPUs and depending on the power supply you have. So, and you can hear it. Like I did a noise test video where I demonstrated, like I exaggerated, I put a mic right next to the damn thing, but I exaggerated it on Demon Souls. When you change the modes, cinematic performance, the pitch changes immediately. It is coil wine, but mm-hmm. consoles are always either far away from people or ps4 the loud the fans super loud i think most people just aren't aware that now that the thing's too quiet so now that it has coil if it has coil wine you can actually depending on the the pitch and your sensitivity you can hear it that's a good point is uh that the fan turned on him real quick but yeah, how much they made now it be- too quiet <laughs> because now this has become this big public thing how many people are now sitting there with their ear up against their ps5 like I need to see if I hear something so I can have this <laughs> you problem. You gotta be close to it. I think you have to be really close to it. If you're, if it's on your desk, then I, yeah, you're like maybe your face is two feet away from it or closer. I mean, but, I have I like just having the sound on my for my TV. I don't even hear the like my PS5 or my or my Xbox. Yeah. Didn't Mark Sony want us to take the audio of our ears? Yes, yes, he did. Wants a picture of yours. Hey, you want to have pictures of our ears so he could study our inner ear canal. All right, maybe, all right, Mark, right, we'll, we'll, roll, we'll roll the dice. All right, let's do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so what was the next Discord question, Evan? So we go through Last them? one, because I guess we're, we're, we're... Last one, because we we're, I guess, going to go into the awards anyway after this. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Last year, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order came out late and is mostly, except for action award this year, getting snubbed from pretty much anything because of, you know, it's, it's just getting back there. Do we think Cyberpunk's going to get hit with the same thing? Nope. No. No. I just, I just don't think it will, even though Absolutely. I think uh, Fallen Order should got a couple extra looks. Yeah, I think Cyberpunk will... Uh, it'll still probably still be talked about next year, too. Yeah, they'll throw bags around. They'll, they'll, they'll be in there. <laughs> bags just chucking bags. <laughs> also, the difference is, like, it's going to get a next-gen update, too. So whenever that yeah, uh, yeah. come out... It's going to join the conversation yeah. again when a proper next-gen version shows up. No, you know what? I bet you they'll be talking about the multiplayer then anyway. This time next year, we'll start talking about that multiplayer mode, and like, yeah, it'll, it'll still be around in the. Did they say that it, the multiplayer is are, a little ways off? And are are we sure it's still releasing with it? Because I thought there was a story that oh, dropped no, at one point where like, it was going to be separate. The multiplayer is like two years. It's two years off, but we'll be yeah. probably getting into the pre like because they've been showing us how many videos for Night City now in like the last year leading up to this. So like by this time next year, we'll probably be like a year or maybe a little more out from the multiplayer dropping, and they'll start probably showing us those Night City type videos for it. Just like, hey, this is how you. Uh, go through this mode or this or any of that so it'll be in the conversation it'll be in the news fallen order just fell out of the news completely so maybe like, i don't really if, talk about it if they did like well no there's no way yeah there's, there's no way they could have got a next gen up because the systems just weren't out but maybe if, if the system somehow launched earlier and there was a next gen update with it with some maybe added maybe fallen order would have got like another you know breath you know like, mm. jeff says jeff says as a voter it'll get forgotten about that's interesting considering that this is a large, this is a huge game. It's got to stay in the conversation because it will, it will have continual updates and that proper next gen version that they're promising. Cause there's a soft next gen version when it comes out this December, but I mean, it also depends. The, on, yeah. It, it also depends, depends on how good the game's out. actually going to be. It could well, come yeah, out that too. And be disappointing. And then by January, everyone's <laughs> forgotten about this game. If the game comes yeah. out and it's amazing and it's long and it, then it could be that long-term conversation. But there is a chance that this game underwhelms and come February, no one even remembers Cyberpunk came out. Well, I hold mean, on. 
Oh, go on, Jordan. Go on. I was gonna say, like, the expectations that are also on this. Like, some people have it in their head, and even I've been guilty of this of being like, "Oh, this game's gonna be like the best thing ever." But even if it, like, it, it's gonna disappoint. Just even if it's a great game, it's already gonna disappoint a lot of people's expectations because it's not living up to what they've fantasized for the last decade about this game. Yeah, this game's too high on a pedestal now. That's yeah, a good point. I agree. You know, yeah, and, and think about what's coming out next year. I mean, right yeah, now we're anticipating Breath of the Wild 2, Resident Evil 8. There's going to be some fantastic games that we know are coming out in 2021. Is Cyberpunk really going to be I at mean, the forefront of your mind? I probably have God of War Horizon. Yeah, there's a lot of 2021 software. So yeah. once all these games hit, you're not remembering that game you played last December that was Cyberpunk. Mm. You're remembering all these fantastic... How many games do you remember that you probably... You've probably forgotten games you've played this year. I, I almost forgot Doom Eternal, I'll be honest. <laughs> Everyone came out in March. I, I mean, that's Doom thing. Eternal, a lot of people forgot about that. <laughs> it popped up on the game of the year. I was like, oh, yeah, that game. That's right. It I'm popped up on Game Pass for me, and I was like, oh, yeah, this existed. <laughs> I, rem- I remembered it. I mean, just because we were we were covering it, but that, that's the only reason why. is because like it kept on kind of like people complaining, yeah. where's the Switch version? Where's this? Or the DLC came out, too, so that also kind of reminded me of it. Yeah. We okay, almost okay. have an answer to where the Switch version is. I know. I, know. <laughs> I, just, had to, I just had to tweet about it. <laughs> is, that, is that what got it going? Bethesda was like, oh, well, we got to say something now. Now we got to say something. John talked about it. All I had to do was call Causing games. and controversies. Yep, I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, get, uh, let me get through the super chats real quick and then we'll talk about game of the year garrett says who got the mario game and watch i'm enjoying it i got it oj got it me jordan got it mvg is going to get it yep cool trip and vol says best console of the eighth generation was the nintendo switch who's with me <laughs> oh, oh well here we go all right oj <laughs> oh, we can't we can't get the generational talk can we? we can't do that here right now here we go people make <laughs> up the i just definitions felt that. I, don't, I don't want to go i don't want to go through the generation sucks people don't know where the switch is anyway so oh i guess dude oh, okay I'm I heard Jeff Grubb is a fan of Generations. Who knows where it I is right now? I don't understand what people, they make up their own generations. They just want, oh, well, I, I think it doesn't do this because this is what I, so it, it, it no, it's 8 gen, so the, 2 8 gen. So then what was, what was 7th gen? So what was we? Is, is we, we, we still 6th gen because of the power? Like, come on, come on guys. <laughs> like, Tjo says, "Is it me, or did the PS5 set a new world record in terms of number of screws? Also, you forgot to talk about the power supply unit that mystery wire going into it. You don't have to look at that again. Number of screws, the world record belongs to the Japanese PSX. If you want to talk- That's a lot. I I took that apart. There's a lot of screws in that thing. That has like 150 screws in there. But I mean, dude, just holding the board down for like that metal shield on the PS5 is like 43 screws, I think I counted. And and most of them, I think 40 of them are the same size though. So it's it's pretty easy to get back together. It's just a lot of unscrewing. I don't know, take mine apart. And they're all like T8. They're all torque screws. It's really annoying. Yeah. Ah, T8. Patrick says, John, how'd you pick the spawn cast? Cast. Oh, I just asked people and they showed up. Yep. You asked me? I think. Oh, I think I'm forced to be here. It's in my <laughs> Didn't we have this question last we did, week? We did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what was the response last week? I don't know. I wasn't here. I wasn't here either. <laughs> the response was, uh, yeah, just... I think the response last week was that Miss Click realized that Kanga and Rue and Winnie the Pooh means Kanga Rue. <laughs> oh, yeah. I stole that clip. It's a, yeah, it's immortalized on the clip channel. I, I heard Max was, uh, oh, no. was, was mocking me in the chat, uh, in the in the podcast last he week. He did a London accent. He did. But he sounded like he was from Manchester. <laughs> Good God. Saish so, says, in darkest room and blackest night, no pixel shall escape my sight. 
Let those who worship QLED's light beware my power, the OLED's might. There you go, MPG. You can say that as you unbox your OLED this this holiday. LG CX, baby, let's go. Yeah. Right. Which Can't one are you getting? LG CX, which size? I'm getting the 65 incher. Nice. Nice. Enjoy. You're going to looking forward to nice. love it. Christian says RGT will wait for that TL TCL OLED version 10 years from now. Dragoon says with the he just won't get the he just won't get the CX. He's like, I need the TCL. It's <sighs> Dragoon says with the arrival of next gen consoles, when do you think Beyond Good and Evil 2 will come out? I think it's gonna be a launch game for the PS6, is my thought. PS6. I don't PS6 think it's ever coming come out. out. Anyone send any music in? MVG, you sent some music in for that game. <laughs> no. You're helping them out and get that thing kickstarted. Because they'll probably the just zoo, claim man. it as their own and then copyright strike me when uh, it comes out later. Send it to the zoo with the guy. He's chilling at the zoo, the wildlife. Send it to Dude, him. There has to be there has to be a documentary release on the on like the development of that game after it's all done. <laughs> Oh, right. She's like, hey, guys, I don't work oh, here anymore. Yeah. I actually I'm uh, working with the lion. Right you imagine now, the film crew going out to like interview him and he's like, what is this? I'm yeah, making a documentary for that game you left. <laughs> I want uh, no clip to do a documentary on that game. That'd be that'd be Oof, fun to watch. Man. And RDX says, looks like RDX podcast is right about PS5 GPU yields. And Shinru says, evening, everyone. I asked OJ this question before. Do you think Nintendo will use SSDs? Wait, did we already go over these? I think we we talked about that last week, didn't we? Oh, I think are, I scrolled all the way down. Are you reading <laughs> last week's? No, I. Oh no, no, those were. Hold on, because it scrolled all the way down when it refreshed. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to last week's podcast, everyone. <laughs> this time no, featuring no. Andy no, Gamer and Jordan Fringe. <laughs> Let, this is from Symphonic Bounce. Lesson of the week: Don't pay for release day shipping for GameStop online pre-orders. My Age of Calamity won't arrive until next week, sometime. Yeah. Don't do that. Leo says Xbox ha has no games and is getting outperformed in specialty multiplat. So much for most powerful console. Wait, now it's most powerful Xbox. Dragoon says, which brand of one terabyte SSD external hard drive should I buy to play PS4 games with their enhancements on PS5? SSD external hard drive? No, no, no. I, I preferred one. And usually I, I just go with like a nice Samsung or something for an SSD if you put it in an enclosure. Samsung T7. Good price. There we go. Starscream says there were several glitches on the latest Cyberpunk footage, Xbox series, things like an NPC with no head or floating cigarettes. It worries me that their best footage selected has those kinds of issues. Well, we know it's coming in hot, so it's going to be a 20 some gigabyte day one patch watch. Let's go over to I'll come back to the super chats here. Let's go. Let's go over to game of the year. As Yay. this website continues. To, is it just me or is the website that they use for this way more complicated than it needs to be? Have you look, have come you gone to the website for the for like the game awards? It, it's no. laggy too. And it will tank sometimes if you have it up, it might tank like you're streaming because it Dude, uses so much resources. Come on, Keely. It's not doing it right now. <laughs> It's just, well, no, I mean, like, everything is, like, everything is, like, animated, and it's all, like, flash, and all that. It's, like, why? why? Every year no when I go to that site, it sucks. Yeah, it's, yeah, like, why is it doing this? Yeah. No expense. Anyway, okay, so we have the Game of the Year nominees. We have uh, several categories. Maybe in the future we'll do, like, uh, as we get closer to it, we'll do maybe a podcast for just going through all of the categories. Because uh, there, there are a lot. There are a lot of categories to go through here. But Game of the Year. We have... 
Doom Eternal, Final Fantasy VII Remake, Ghost Tsushima, Hades, which we'll come back to, Animal Crossing New Horizons, and Jordan. What's the last one? What, what did, you already, did you already say Ghost Tsushima? I did. Okay. Uh, the Last of Us 2. The Last, last of Us Part, part two. 2. All right. Part 2. <laughs> part 2. Rightfully part so. Two. Yeah, right. I, I, just, I, didn't, I don't disagree. It deserves to be up there in the, in the conversation. So, it's just not guys, my choice. What do you guys think about the, the Game of the Year nominees here? And then you know what we will do just for fun? We'll go through and make a case for each one of these why it should be there. Yeah. Can, can I get Hades? <laughs> okay. What, what do you think of the lineup here? Are we missing anything? Yes. Okay, Nate, what are we missing? <laughs> I would replace Doom Eternal with Ori, Will of the Wisp. You know what? I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. Yeah, I am. I'm okay with that. So I'm okay I, with I Ori know, going. Doom Eternal. Would you, would, you replace Ori, uh, would you replace Doom Eternal or would you replace Hades? I, I think Hades, like Hades earned its spots. Yeah, I, think I think Hades, Hades earned its spot. Hades reminds me of when Celeste got nominated. Like Celeste was like a really good game. Everyone knew it. Everyone talked about it and they actually put it in there and I didn't think they would at the time. So I'm glad is, they also went as far as, but Hades is Hades that great or is it only because it just blew up in popularity so quick? No, it really, dude, I hate roguelike games. It's the only roguelike game that I actually like that I've gotten through. That's how that's good just a general is. question. I haven't played it, the game. I don't know. It, it made <laughs> it's, me, it's a really good it, game. it made me play and like a genre that I hate. I hate roguelike. I don't like them at all. And that's the only one that I've, I've that's it the only really game, game that I've, that I've, okay. that I've finished the run. The only one in my life that I've ever finished run was Hades. Cause it's, it's honestly that good. How many hours really you got is. in that game, Evan? I'd have to look it up. It's, it's not it's, a lot. It's not as many as you'd think. Cause I, I cleared it really quickly. The are you, first run are you through and then I just PC kept playing on switch. I'm playing it on PC, dude. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I got on both. It, 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 it does cross save. I don't know. I uh, do. Yeah, it's. Uh, oh, did they update it? I think they. I think they updated it. For 40, 45 hours total for the clear that I did. I yeah. think I know what the upset win is at the Game Awards. I think that. I. I think. I think there's a high possibility that they're going to give it to Animal Crossing. All right. So I. Okay. We were going to get to Animal Crossing because. This was an interesting. That's exactly one. what would happen. I 100. percent That's like like that's the big upset. That oh. means no one can yell about it. Like listen, this this came out right at the start of the pandemic and everyone bought it and everyone well, see, that's the thing if you want to look at game of the year as the most important game of 2020 animal crossing wins animal crossing that's came out at the start of the pandemic right when the quarantine hit and it was an escape for so many people to feel like they could socialize through the game with friends and such so like the probably really the most important game of 2020 is animal crossing and some will disagree with that but no one can really downplay the impact it has had to the, everything that happened this year. I just want to see what happens to the audience. <laughs> you want to see what happens? <laughs> I just want to see I mean, what people do online after that, just the I arguments mean, that happen. If you think about it, it's the best, it's like the best-selling first-party game of the year. It might, be yeah. the, it might be the best-selling game of the year. I'm not sure. It might be. With how many it's sold since it dropped, it's... It's, it's right lot. under, what, 30 mil? I mean, it's going gonna, it's gonna to roll through the holidays and probably cross 30 million. Let's be real here. Yeah, what, is, what is Last of Us and Ghost sold? No, uh, no, I don't think it's still 30 million. I think, okay. I think Ghost, Ghost just like hit five. Oh, five Ghost sorry. just yeah. hit. Yeah, Ghost just yeah. hit five million. Sony it's hasn't given us a new figure for Last part of us two. Is set, I think it's seven seven million plus from what I've researched. Okay. Yeah, those those are two. So yeah, no comparison. <laughs> Ghost is a new IP, <laughs> so it, it, that's the one thing I like about Ghost. It's a new IP on that list. That's that's cool to see that uh, from from Sony, but. Animal Crossing it is interesting, Nate, because you bring up the idea that it, it, it's 
almost like blurred into real life a bit for a lot of people. Yeah, it was a major, I mean, it was a major release for the year. Look at the sales, but just look at the social impacts it had. I mean, it was even used for presidential election. The you know, Biden camp oh, had an island. Point. Oh, yeah. You know what was really interesting? I was looking at uh, on Twitter at the time, I think when it, like a week after it came out or something, and I was seeing people like meet up in Animal Crossing and like hang out. Like that, like it was like regular life for them in Animal Crossing. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah you, are still you couldn't that. do it because of real life. So they were meeting up in Animal Crossing. And again, I ordered the game. It got trapped in Amazon. Did you ever, wait, hold on, hold on. You never got it, did you? I never got it. And it still says it's in transit. And they never charged me. <laughs> All right. So. You couldn't experience the joy of going to 19 birthday parties this year in Animal Crossing. No, yeah. instead I had to watch all the cars drive by my area beeping the horns and i'm like what's happening that's fun too yeah we had that one involved uh, cop cars and like fire trucks you didn't know what the hell was happening you thought like your neighborhood was like we had a talk show we had a talk show come out of this thing yeah gary uh, widow had his uh what was it weekly talk show yeah i saw i saw like i saw brian altano on twitter mentioned that he finally got to meet back up with matt or max through through that i was like yeah that's that's that really is like that that like blurring of real life right there if you're meeting back up with people you haven't seen in like a month or two and it's just animal crossing so that that is an interesting uh a bit there I, nate I, what you're talking about yeah i i think that like it's really i think the 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 underdog that people are going to overlook the animal crossing has a really high chance of just sweeping that, you know that category i'm okay with animal crossing winning I mean, I, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter to, anyway. I mean, this is everything. Jordan, this is everything. This, <laughs> this is nothing. Here. I don't care. You, you Listen, I hope they give it to Jump Force. I heard this you was know? the Oscar, so. <laughs> uh, the the picks are really good. I, I don't have a problem. Last year, I was clowning the picks so much. I felt that they did a horrible job. This year, there's still some problems. But I think that for Game of the Year, I think they generally did a pretty, pretty good job with Game of I, I don't think it was... Uh, too bad in terms of things. You uh, maybe Ori could have been on there, or Half Life Alex. Some people. What are the chances? Wait, was like, that... what are the like, what are the legit chances of Final Fantasy taking did it? You... Wait, you mentioned wait. What did you? Oh, you mentioned Fighting Game Nominee of the Year, Jump Force. Sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Fighting Game Nominee of the Year, Jump. Force. You know, I, yes. I would have put that on the box, by the way, if I was them. They were released that on the Switch. I'd be like, fighting, yeah, putting this nomination. Game, game of the Year, Jump Force. No, nominee. Very much. Jordan, yeah. to answer your question, I think Final uh, Fantasy has a legit chance of getting it do you think it has a pretty high like like do you over over let's say the top i think the top three picks are ghost last of us and animal crossing like they're the, they're the highest probably no. probabilities do you think it has a substantial chance like equal to those or better no i i don't think it has it's it's on that on that level but but words worthy of the game of the year nomination. yeah i mean there's yeah. always been surprises right like yeah, game awards is, is always there's always some something that comes out of left field and look if mm -hmm. if final fantasy 7 remake won I, I think people would be generally pretty okay with it yeah i i honestly think i think anything on here that wins i think people are going to have a pretty okay time with like there's not going to be too much upside i do think the biggest discourse though is if last of us takes it and we're going to start that whole conversation that we had throughout all the beginning of the year leading up to that game resurface um other than that like even hades like i think people would be like yeah okay and i think a lot of people would discover it because, because of that hades, too. hades is like the underdog story here yeah it's just it's yeah. this indie game that's like it found its way into game of the year it's like celeste like i said and i think if it won people would be like oh okay that's cool 
Sure. I mean, it, it was nominated, I think, what, seven or eight nominations. It has the second most nominations behind Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, yeah. that's crazy. Um, yeah, it, the game really is amazing, though. Like the story is also surprisingly good. I didn't expect the story to be really good in the game, but it's really good. The super, voice acting so super giant does that with pretty much all yeah. their games. If you have it seems like it's primers. better than Bastion and better than Transistor. I, I mean, don't like the the trick was the twist in Bastion, the way the narrator was playing into it. Like they couldn't do that again, and that was probably one of the top tier storytelling moments for me in all of their mm -hmm. games. But then uh, Transistor, a lot of people actually didn't like the story as much. It felt like yeah. less than. But, uh, but yeah, this one definitely does it really well. Though. I, I think also the Greek mythology helps out because everyone pretty much likes Greek mythology, with, right? With the hints of all mythology being involved, which was mm -hmm. kind of cool. So it's something that you in, you instantly recognize. Oh, okay, yeah, Hades. Okay, yeah, you know, uh, Athena. Okay, you, like you instantly Zeus. You, you, it's right there. You already know all of them, and then they have their own personalities per each of the of the gods. So it it just it just it's like okay, like you feel like you already know what's going on but you're you're hearing them for like the first time in a new different type of way so that's what the story for me at least i was i was shocked because these rogue games like the stories never really they're never really that great i played a lot of them they don't they don't feel that compelling to me but this one just kind of just said yo everything was really good in this game i mean i, I don't really have any complaints about hades at all I, I can't think of anything that i don't like about the game outside of me getting pissed off when i die <laughs> on a run that's that's about the only thing the trick is you know? to not okay, die yeah. Let's, yes, uh, exactly. Don't get hit. That's yeah. the trick. I'm, I'm trying. I, I completed a run. Um, I'll get a second run going with the sword. So I'll, I'll, I'll do more. You got a few uh, ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's annoy some people and pick a winner here. Okay. All right. I mean, we just, so, we just spent like a solid five minutes basically saying Animal Crossing was going to be the winner. Ones, yeah. no, every, no, no, everyone has to pick a winner and attach their name to it. Okay. So who, oh, who do you think is going to win or who we want to win? All right. Let's who do you want? Both. Let's do who you think's going to okay. win and who you want to win. Let's do both. Just outright. Okay. Let's start with Jordan. Um, I think Animal Crossing is going to be the ultimate winner. I would probably, for my personal one, I'm doing uh, Ghost of Tsushima. It's the one game this year that I attached myself to the most, the most time I put into a game, platinumed it, loved every second of it, the lore, the characters, the story, everything about that game I absolutely loved. And uh, I can't wait to play through it again now on the, the PlayStation 5 and do New Game Plus. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm attaching myself to that. That's what I want. Okay. Okay, what about Evan? I think... I want to say... I want to say it might be a little surprising because Sekiro won last year. I think, not necessarily because of the thematics, but I think Ghost might win this year as well as okay. kind of like one of those first outings. I would personally want probably... I mean, the only one I've played on it that didn't actually like come to hate over time was Hades. So. Come to hate over time. <laughs> Dude, you walk into that soccer field you built in Animal Crossing for the fifth time and realize you just wasted your time building something that's unnecessary. <laughs> like You're just like, I, I can't do this anymore. Let's, let's go over to Ryan. I'm torn. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think Ghost... Well, uh, I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, I have to be that PlayStation guy, right? Like, Last of Us Part 2 and Ghost... I, it's, you only have three options to choose from. I know, it's dude. <laughs> But you know what? The Animal Crossing is a great point. That was the creature comfort that this year needed. I don't know if it's enough, though, to really, you know? Which one do you, which one do you want to win? 
see, I don't really have a preference on what I want to win. Mm, okay. but, th- but thinking about what will win, I I think everything actually deserves to be there. If, if we're really arguing that, I think everything earned its spot. Uh, of course, part two is going to piss people off, but you know, if it happens, it happens. I think I think any choice would be good, but uh, I think I would actually like to see Ghost win. That really surprised me. Because I was covering that game right up until it came out. Now, the big concern for a lot of my viewership was we haven't seen enough of this game right up until it came out. You know, the most we ever saw of it was a state of play like a hand, like a few weeks before it came out. And then it mm-hmm. turned out everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. And I thought I, I was surprised too. And then you had Legends come in, that, that update for multiplayer, which was totally strange. We didn't see that coming. And then that worked out well too. So I think I'd actually like to see that one. But, uh, between that or, and I'm somebody that did enjoy part two, I'd be okay with saying that that game win. I think there's was, legitimate reasons why it should win as well. Like, yeah. again, I'm someone who doesn't love everything about that game, but it's the one game this year that I also have not stopped thinking about because of, the, I mean, the, the, the story elements and everything about it, you know? So. Right, right. I didn't play enough of Animal Crossing. I didn't play enough of Hades, uh, but I know they, I, I, they're great. They're, they're definitely great. I just can't, reasonably say which one i want to win but i think ghost would probably and i think it does have a really good shot okay very nice and then mvg uh i think last of us 2 will win and i want last of us 2 to win the game mvg is here. right in there I like wow it. you I like to say that well, hold on hold on hold on and so i played and finished doom eternal i played and finished ghost I've played and finished Last of Us Part 2. Haven't played Hades yet, but I am planning on, on checking it out. I played and finished Final Fantasy 7, so I do feel like I am, you know, uh, you know, have some some saying in what I think is was the best game that I played. Look, was Last of Us Part 2 the perfect game? No, absolutely not. There was definitely some issues with it. My biggest issue with the game was that the length of the game was too long. I feel like they could have probably knocked off five hours of that game, and it would. Have I been couldn't believe how long it was. Yeah, it, I it, couldn't it, believe it was, how long it was. It has like it was, three endings. You're like, okay, this is grind. the end. Here's it five more a, hours. It was good. But if yeah. you, if you look at the other games, they were all a bit of a grind as well. Like Ghost was a great game, but come on, I got a little bit of that fatigue, you know, during parts of that game where it's like. You know, I'm looking at the map and there's just so much going on. Doom Eternal was, um, I mean, it wasn't a, a massive game. Final Fantasy VII Remake, I mean, there was that one scene where you're like literally going through that that map for like five hours, right? Just to finish that one section of the game. So for me, I think I think Last of Us Part Two was probably the standout. To Jordan's point, it's one of those games that we haven't really stopped talking about, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. And I think most of the people that are voting for this are probably feeling the same way so that's that's what i think is i think this gets that's an important thing in art you know to have is you know whether you like or dislike something if you if if it's able to evoke that emotions and discussions this long after it's come out and probably for many years after i don't think we'll ever stop seeing videos dissecting and analyzing what the last of us 2 was and their thoughts on it so if anything that's the biggest credit i can give to that game is that it's 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 a true piece of art whether you like it or dislike it. I'm gonna be honest, I forgot Last of Us Part Two came out. That's yeah, fair. But it, I, actually, I kind of did. I really did until until uh, Jordan, you told me about a video that came up about kind of going over its plot. I was like, wow, that game really came out. I think it's because of everything that's going on this year. That feels like it was like a year ago that game came out. Like I, I don't know if that's just me, just because of how long this year feels right now. 
you know it does feel further away than it probably than it actually is yeah it feels like it was so long ago and i was like oh that's right yeah doom i told you i forgot about doom eternal because i just came out forever ago feels like i um, think ski sniper got snubbed but that's just me well <laughs> nate, 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 tried, Nate tried so hard to get it in there man <laughs> he pushed it, it so much this year uh, so okay. among us is up for an award i didn't even come oh, out this year. oj what uh what do you think uh, i think last <laughs> of us part two is gonna win if you've follow any of the people that are on this board i think it's very clear that last of us part two is gonna win <laughs> I think it's almost I, I would be shocked if Last of Us Part Two did not win based. If you read all the reviews, everybody says it's fine. They don't have a problem with it. <laughs> they all love the game. It was the best. I think it's the best reviewed game of major game of the year. Yeah. Um, if I'm not correct, it's the best reviewed major game of the year. They didn't have all this SJW, whatever type of stuff. That was a controversy. They didn't think that they're the ones who were voting. So, <laughs> I mean, we get the vote. We get a little bit of a play into it, but not really much. And they're going to vote for, I personally think, they're going to vote for The Last of Us Part Two. So I think it's going to win pretty easily um, in terms of yeah. who, I want, who I want to win. I mean, either one would be Final Fantasy VII Remake or Hades would be fine with me, which, you know, okay. either one of those two games. What about Nate? I think Hades wins. Oh, wait, hold on. You, th- you're like the indie guy, though. Okay, what? I, I think Hades wins... And to like Mike's point, I think every game up there deserves their nomination. There's really none of the group that I specifically want to see win. Each game did its thing well, and they earned their nomination. So you know, I don't think I can really pick a particular one. I mean, my choice for game of the year, if I had to choose out of my own personal playlist, would be Ori. I think Will of the Wisps was one of the best games I played this year, but it's not one of those nominees, so... Mm-hmm. I think Hades ends up winning just from there's a lot of conversation still around that game. Some people say, oh, is it recency bias? It's not. The game just happens to be outstanding. It's been in early and access for a while. It's been in early access. A lot more people got access to it now because of the Switch. And it's it's selling well. People playing it are loving what they're playing. So there's a lot of conversation. And I think the judges are going to give Hades the votes to push it over that edge and give it the win. I mean, I yeah, I don't know what game I would pick personally from that list for my mm. game of the year. If you were, if they were like, you got to vote, you're part of the you're part of the panel, like voting for it. Then I would vote for Hades. Okay, I mean, there you go. Now you, 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 brought, I mean, up, now you brought up recency bias. I think that's a mm-hmm. really good point. Like mm-hmm. the timing of the game that you bring out really does come into play. Like, what if Doom Eternal came out, you know, two weeks ago? You know, would would that be would that feel different? to a nomination because yeah. like, it came out such a long time ago like you said john i mean we barely even remember that game came that out happened, that with- happened with god of war like when it was god of war versus red dead redemption 2 i remember i was sitting there i was like are people going to remember how good god of war was because it came out in february right it that didn't year happened last year yeah though, last year sekiro was the yeah, oldest sekiro. on the list right or yeah, yeah sekiro won so it. but god of war won that year then sekiro won was that so it does yeah it is weird because we think of that but i guess because the judges sit down and they look at it i guess a lot harder i don't know they doom they and ac remember. came out the same day yeah so okay you know what comics 935 brings up a good point cyanar wild hearts should be at the end of the year two years in a row <laughs> oh, gosh. just right, under well, ski sniper so, <laughs> whoa we cannot put those two games in the same category what about jump force they they got dlc this year right we put the dlc in there they put it on the switch at some point right <laughs> so all right nate you said you would have taken doom down for ori right 
Yes. Okay. I also don't think Doom should be on Game of the Year list. Oh, you guys. <gasps> and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay. Here's why. All right. Here's why. I think they missed out on a massive opportunity here for VR. I was gonna say Half Life Alex. Half Life Alex had a good shot of being on there, but you know what? It's just. I How many people could play it? The but that's, problem... that's the issue we're running into right now is not enough people play it. But like if you put it in, if it got in the game of the year, like enough people had played it and because it's, it's a game that people like stop playing VR. Like they walk away from there like that was amazing. That's so like, now y'all like VR. VR. I but you get what VR I'm saying. Can I play it on the quest? <laughs> is there any way for me to play on the quest? I don't. I don't know. You know what? I have to look at. I don't I don't think so. I think I think you need to I think you need a PC obviously to play it and like they, if you have the cable you could hook it in and play it on your the problem with Half Life Alex is they they should have included a mode where you could have just played it with a mouse and keyboard like I think yeah that Some, really limited it because it 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 just there's you know, a mod for it yes, but like yeah, yeah but it's, it's not the it's same it's, it's, not, it's not the same yeah I you, know you gotta, what their mistake was they didn't put it on PlayStation VR yeah I mean no, like, that would reach more people but that's not enough. Yeah. Like Evil Seven, you could play it with VR or without VR, or just regular. And but, I think if you offer that, yeah. I think that really would would have helped its its cause. Well, let me ask you this: If a Half Life game that is actually really good cannot get VR into the Game of the Year discussion, will it ever get into the Game of the Year discussion? Yeah, eventually. It's too, it's too early. When the only it's option just, is VR gaming, yeah, it'll eventually. I mean, there. it's if I, Cyberpunk mastered a vr all i know is somehow version. jeff managed to get death stranding in, in game of the year last year he couldn't get half-life alex in this year so Whoa. it's almost that i wonder how place last year that was a great death stranding was a good game how, how, how did it get i wonder how goodness gracious <laughs> it was but, a game but half-life alex is a better game so I, I wasn't here for any of that those <laughs> those conversations between everyone, but I I do enjoy Death Stranding. I, yeah. I thank you. The game. you Death Stranding is a good game. Ryan, did you think that it deserved the Game of the Year nomination last year? No, and I'll tell you why it didn't. Because it just it's just too. I get why people would hate it, and you hate it no matter if you like it or hate it. You hate it the first hour. It's deliberately not very fun, but if you stick with it, it might work for you. <laughs> I know that's like such a deliberately not fun. It's deliberately not fun. (laughs) Right. Like I started playing it. I started playing it. And I, and I don't know, you, you just like get into it right away. Oh, let me pick up this. Let me pick up that. Then I picked up too much shit in the first hour and I fell down. I'm like, what? Yeah. What, what is this? But for some reason it just clicks. And for some people it doesn't. I know that's a, the story only really gets yeah. you understanding that the game starts off that way. And if you click with it, then it actually makes sense of why it's not fun, quote unquote, for OJ. Like, that game has to be fun to be enjoyable. Dude, not going to get in that I'm argument sorry. again. We need to go back I'm and find that to have fun during uh, play a game. We need I'm to sorry. find yeah, a podcast for that. Do you remember that? When, we, when, we, all, when we all showed up. Do you remember we all showed yeah. up to the podcast and we were all like, I think I like Death Stranding. And then Jordan was like, I like it too. And it was this whole thing of everyone realizing that Death Stranding was actually like enjoyed by most of the people on the podcast just, but <laughs> just literally go back 52 episodes it'll be, yeah. it'll be that one but it was not a better game than fire emblem <laughs> so it shouldn't have been there so so i look at this and i say doom eternal is not as good as half-life alex so it shouldn't be there I it think just seems all, like every year there's yeah. every year there's always like one or two games where you're surprised that it's there and you're happy that it's there but there's only a handful of spots to go around so yeah. I feel like it, if yeah, it was there, it wouldn't 
it wouldn't have upset people, but at the same time, you've got Hades, you've got Half-Life, you've, you've got a handful of games that would have made sense. Yeah, yeah it's, it's anyone... like Hall of Fame voting. Here's your ballot, you hand it to all these outlets and the judges, and they have so many slots to fill, and, you know, something is just not going to make that cut, and Doom Eternal happened to make the cut over Half-Life Alex. I mean, all we know, Half-Life Alex fell, you know, two shorts, you know, two votes short. Mm-hmm. What would have been? Anyone, did Cyber anyone Punk on the panel out. play the game? Has anyone played Half Life Alex on the panel? Because I, I, I would love to play the game, but I ain't not investing in five hundred dollars for VR just to play it. I played a think, little bit of it because they had it I on think, display. <laughs> and I think the amount of, uh, you know, voting people, reviewers, and and whatnot probably didn't have the opportunity to play as much as this regular game, and I think that's what ultimately. Yeah, that's the biggest problem is is the barrier to entry for it. If, if Cyberpunk actually came out this year and on time, what game would have not made the list? If on the, oh, on the... Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal, yeah. yeah. We're, we're all basically yeah. looking at Doom Eternal like... Okay. Eh. That's what I was yeah. figuring. I just wanted to okay. see what you guys think. So, I think, I think Last of Us Part 2 will, will win. And I want, I want Ghost of Shima to win because I think it's a more complete game and I think it's also a better game. I'd be happy with anything. I mean, I think if all I, the games... Uh, all of, them have, all of them have a really good argument to win this 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 year. Like last year, there was control, and everyone was like, "What? Why is control in there?" <laughs> this year, we don't really have any of that. Yeah, I think, I think any game. Yeah, it has been a year. We, since we that. can't go back to control. We can't do that again. Uh, but but uh, yeah, I, I agree, man. This year, to me, if anyone would, you know, you know, any one of them wins, it's cool. It's cool. Whatever. I just wins. think I just think Ghost Tsushima is a more complete game overall. We now have a multiplayer for it. I think it actually introduced some new things in the gameplay versus Last of Us Part Two, where I felt the gameplay was very average. But the overall ability for Last of Us Part Two, it was average. The game I did, yeah. Oh, that's the best thing about the game. I think that's the best thing about the game. I think the gameplay gameplay is significantly better than the Last of Us Part One. Like, oh no, I just mean in general. I just mean in general. I didn't think there. I would say the physics that would put it above like what what else was out of the the physics of what they've accomplished in that game. The fact that enemies can hear you reload a gun or a dog can smell like the 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 stuff that they've been able to do technically in the game is the The most impressive thing I've seen in gaming. The AI and the stealth is phenomenal it's it's there's some parts where it's maybe not the best like like shootouts but when you're hiding and stuff like that when they track you down like that stuff is really good and if you put on the harder difficulty it's hell like it's oh my god you've got to be literally solid it's literally chess but with surviving yeah, yeah actually, you've got to be right, solid right. snake because like I was playing a little bit on the harder difficulty and you've got to be solid snake to get out of some of those situations. You get shot once, you're pretty much dead. I mean, it is, I, I thought the gameplay was so much better than part one because I played it all like back to back and I, I thought the gameplay was amazing. But I mean, I, I, I get it though if you don't think it's that great. I think the, the I think the ability to tell the story was better than the gameplay. I just don't know if the story was up story to... Was gar- story was well, garbage. that's the problem. I don't think the story I, was great. I, I, think, I think you think got the that backwards. Tell it. <laughs> really? <laughs> The cinema, the cinematography, the ability to tell the story. I think the cinematography is great. I think the ability yeah. to tell the story was part of the problem. If they told the story in a better way, I think that story could have worked. Well, that fine. story, exactly. I don't know how well they're going to tell that story either way. The pacing with that story is what was the detriment yeah, the, to the game. The pacing was jacked. Abby barges in like the Incredible Hulk out of nowhere. She's like this juggernaut of a character. That like, why is she so prevalent? You know, like out of nowhere. They didn't set it up. It's been seven, how many years? They didn't set it up correctly. I agree. The pacing was horrible. They should have did some type of 
in between DLC with Abby as a character, then it would have been a better. No, I think there's a way to keep everything intact they did in that game and just rearrange certain ways they told it throughout the game. It shouldn't have been so juxtaposed like here's this and then here's seven hours of this and then five hours of this. I just don't think think it was as good as Ghost of Tsushima, basically. I think it was a better game. Oh, I I agree with that 100%. That's that's fair. That's all. It's interesting what happened with the reviews of that game, though, you know? What's that like, for Ghost or like for Last Ghost, of Us? Yeah, it's like, it's yeah. just, I, I would have figured that it would be like a 90 plus game, but I don't know what happened. I think maybe people thought it was too similar to Assassin's Creed or something. I'm not May, sure. Maybe. I don't oh, know. It's it like, better Assassin's Creed. I know. I, I think it's yeah. a better Assassin's Creed as well. Me too. I'm, yeah. I'm with you there. So I was a little kind of shocked with, like, because like nobody thinks it's an eight, like a low eight. I think game, it's because it's know? that, it's an open world game. So like, yeah. there are people who probably see it as like, like that it doesn't have the ubisoft fatigue which has gotten real bad now but it still has that open world fatigue for some people at times so i think that's what knocked it down a few points but uh i I think they took more chances that that game and i also think it's uh if you look at it from like i think overall the the environments and everything i I think it actually looks better too i know last of us has some ridiculous looking character models and all this but let's see i think that's everything there for the game of the year nominations like I said, we'll probably do like a a video at some point or a podcast at some point, just going over all the categories. And Evan can tell us about the esports, the, uh, esports coaches. Hey, Evan's coaches. got it. Evan's got that on lockdown. We'll just go with what he says. Who <laughs> is Evan. the John Madden of esports coaches? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Who's the best esports coach, Evan? Coach specifically? Nah, I'd, I'd have to look into it at this point because okay. there's very okay. few teams okay. that actually utilize that properly. So. Sound like a bunch of Rex Ryans to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Dark Dark says if you could choose a hidden gem in the NES and SNES library to make into another Game and Watch system, what would you choose? I was also pretty excited to finally get my hands on the new Game and Watch system. I really hope Nintendo does this more often. I mean, I think a lot of people would like a Zelda themed Game and Watch, yeah, but like but that's a, hidden a, gem? That's a hidden, yeah, that's hidden a gem. Um. Oh, man. I was going to give a bad answer, but I'm trying to think of a real game. From the Super Nintendo? Lu- Nintendo Lufia. or Super Nintendo. Oh, Luffy, okay. Luffy is fantastic. It's a hidden gem. It got overlooked by, like, Secret of Mana and Chrono Trigger and Breath of Fire. Luffy is a very good RPG on the Super Nintendo, and it needs it'll never come back, but hey. <laughs> Joe and Mac. They have they have that. It's a, it's not like a That's little... a game and watch. No, it's not a game of watch, but they have like a handheld one. Who has the rights to that? They made a little handheld for is it. Is it from, on the Evercade, maybe? I think it's on the Evercade. I think it's on the Evercade. It should still be um, Data East, because Joe and Mac 2 is on Nintendo Switch Online, Super NES lineup. No, Data, Data East did make it. They made like this little, like, it's like this little Walgreens looking handheld. Like the oh, ones yeah. they sell at Walgreens. Yeah, they it's so did bad. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Oh. <laughs> See, that's, that's why so Nintendo bad. has to make a good one so people yeah. can play Joe and Mac. Or yeah. they should put Amy Hennig's, one of her first games, Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City. Oh, did she make that game? <laughs> she was like the lead designer or something. <laughs> no, that game was trash. I remember renting it and saying, I hate Michael Jordan now, dude. <laughs> I, I got that game as a birthday gift when Space Jam came out. Oh, that's a bad birthday gift, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that game was weird. You had to get the Wheaties boxes. Yeah, fi- like fire basketballs and stuff. Dude. Yeah, you had fire, ice, yeah, some sort of like bouncy basketball, and like Dennis Rodman would just be kidnapped by aliens for some reason. Dude, Jordan didn't give a damn. He just said, "Write me a check," and I'll be. I never give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 
let's <laughs> let's go through some of these super chats uh and then we'll 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 talk a little bit about the ps5 series x first week and we'll finish up with that list of capcom leaks because street fighters on there like four times so it's really funny which that means it's real so yeah <laughs> <laughs> De- De- derek says really enjoying age of Clammy so far but after playing my playstation 5 the load times on switch are noticeable now yeah that's the one thing i noticed too it's like oh oh that's a loading bar. oh that's right that's, that's a loading what bar. Look like yeah i i gotta say it is uh it is kind of jarring now you know what the worst thing was was when i plugged my xbox one back in xbox one x and i was like oh this thing is <laughs> I think it's I've quite slow. Bo- I've been playing Borderlands on the X on the Xbox Series X, and there's loading times. It, there's some noticeable loading times on there, so I guess I'm not fully adjusted yet. Ryan, you you plugged that PS4 back in yet after using the PS5 so much? I'm always gonna need it like around just to record B-roll or whatever the hell. I mean, dude, that's how you I've, that's that's how you convince somebody that PS5. You let them then go to the PS4. <laughs> I, it's going to be the same thing like when PS4 came out and then any, if you ever went back to a PS3, you were like, oh my God, Jesus, this XMB. Especially if you had a lot of stuff saved on it. Like, oh, I, I yeah. Kept, yeah, I'm warning everybody, like once this gen's like two years in, it's going to be painful going back to something that has yeah, really bad then, load, load times. But then you try to put Puppeteer in your PS4 or Metal Gear Solid in your PS4 and it doesn't boot, and then you're like, oh shit, I still need that PS3 hey, plug. we in. got PlayStation Now. We'll stream that oh, thing, man. Let's Puppeteer go. is so good. <laughs> I'm, oh, I'm testing a, PlayStation awesome Now game. right now on PS5. Literally oh, yeah. just today. Literally just today, I played like probably 30 games, and like I did Bloodborne and Puppeteer. Uh, it's still so god awful. Puppeteer is <laughs> the one... Stuff. Puppeteer is the one game I wish Sony had made 3D compatible because we had like Uncharted 3. Oh, Puppeteer yeah. would have been yeah. perfect with 3D that compatibility. That would be a good Absolutely. game for that. Hmm. Yeah, that would have been appropriate. I miss hey, Rogue Galaxy still works from PlayStation now. You can go get it. Oh, perfect. Thank God. Yep. Downloads right to your PS5. <laughs> right away. Well, good, point. good point, though. I, that's what I keep uh, back to the PS3 thing. Now, I know, now that's all I need. A 60 gigabyte PS3 and a PS5. Yeah. That's five generations of PlayStation that I can yeah. easily record footage off of now, which is a little little handy. But if I ever need B-roll for like the PS4's UI, I got to keep that still around. Let's see, Jason says so. Stubbs the Zombie is owned by Disney. Rip remake. Hey, Disney. Disney's just they've talked about not wanting to make games, but they've they've licensed stuff. So you never know. Swift says, "How do you how do you place your PS5? Upwards or sideways? I have mine vertically." Upwards. Mine is horizontally in my entertainment center. It fit like a glove in there, and I'm really happy. And I've retired my PS4, and it looks awesome. Oh. Hmm. What do you got, Ryan? You got that vertical or horizontal? Is that it right a, there, horizontal? I have a digital edition that's vertical, and then the disc model's horizontal. I can tell you there is no temperature difference between the two in either way. So there you go. I also checked that. <laughs> not Probably not the extent you checked it, but I... Had I, a, I, I, I poked camera. the chip. I poked the chip. So there you yeah. <laughs> now, uh, Dark Type says, "I want to see Wolfden, Scott, Gameranks, Mystic, and every every regular to be here on episode 200. Just imagine that. That'd have to be like through Zoom or something. How many people is that? that would, it would be so garbage. <laughs> Wait, how many does Discord do now? Does Discord do like 50? We'd have to set up a channel separate. It wouldn't be what we're doing right now. We're about to crash Discord on that." <laughs> Aiden says, Sleeperhead of the Year and my Game of the Year's... Uh, oh, Rice and Ruin. Has anyone played that, by the way? 
it's coming no. out Monday for me. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll be doing a video next week on it. Interesting. So I keep it's, seeing it's that good. pop up. I might just go ahead and grab that. Just, yeah, let's just check it out. Hmm. From what I understand, it's pretty, it's pretty good from what I've seen. Dragon says, due to visual impairment, a smaller screen is needed to play the PS5 around the size of the Switch screen or slightly larger. Which device would you recommend to use with the PS5 remote play? A Vita. A Vita. <laughs> What do you think? What do you think, Ryan? What's a good What's a good remote play uh, for for Dragoon here to use? Something about the size of the Switch screen? Anything in, uh, off the top of your head? Around the size of a Switch screen? That's what they say here. Around the size of the Switch screen or slightly larger? Probably an Android or an Android tablet or a iPad Mini. Sure. Yeah, because it'll work with it'll work with it's, iOS it, or Android. What's the Switch screen size? It's what's. Seven point six, seven, seven inches. It's about yeah. seven. Yeah, it's seven. It's basically yeah. a full yep. switch, not a switch light. Right. Yeah. Switch lights like yeah. five point five. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There's smaller Android tablets, but it would probably run like shit. Are there any good Android tablets that you are probably get like, a, like the Samsung tab a, I think is an eight inch tablet. It and just seems like anything that's got anything that's remotely powerful is like nine, nine inches plus. Yeah, I think I think this I think there's a Samsung or iPad mini is wait no iPad mini. I think is like eight. Even that's too big. Yeah, maybe the Samsung tab. A I don't know. The Nexus seven was it. That's all I know. I missed close enough. Nexus seven was good. Yeah. Alvin says arduous difficulty is in the mythos of Souls games. It's not the feeling of superiority. We seek Nate. It's the feeling of accomplishment. Nate. What? I wasn't listening. I was reading something. <laughs> There's a well thought out comment too. I was Ar- reading something. Alvin says arduous difficulty is in the mythos of Souls games. It's not the feeling of superiority we seek, Nate. It's the feeling of accomplishment. Good for you. <laughs> wow, you got him. Jeez. That's a good comment, Alvin. I'm gonna give you that. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Polygonal says cheese. Right. Lycon says there are even more third-party games now that seem to play better on PS5 than Series X. What are your thoughts? That's a good question. I don't know. Some of the third-party games are coming out. Digital Foundry uh, uh, showing the frame rates and all of that. And it looks like the PS5 is doing pretty well right now. What games are playing better? Like what? What? I, I saw Dirt that. Five. I think Assassin's Creed. Those are two that I saw that that were getting posted up a lot. I, I think that they're still close to the point where it's like I said before. They either either them came out. I'm like. They're so close. You're not even going to really notice yeah, that I, much of a difference, but it is interesting to see the PS5 up there. I wouldn't read too much into it right now. Um, Xbox Series X dev kits have been around. I was about to list. say, yeah. So I, I wouldn't read too much into it. Um, I think I'll, ultimately they'll be very, very close as far as performance as, as time goes by. I mean, they're both, I wish, they're both 4K machines. I wish, so. I wish that's what more people like really understood. When When they're close enough as is, and there's already so many variables at play in terms of the SDK and then just the developer optimization. And there's just at a certain point, we're splitting hairs. Like I mean, it's really people, close. People like people, is that, they'll argue over like a one second versus two second load. Time. Yeah. But like, is that a hill to die on? Is that a hill to die on that? Just because on paper, Series X has a, a better spec sheet for pretty much most aspects of it. But PS5 is doing a little bit better. It's. It's great to hear that the SDK for it is really developer friendly, but it, mm-hmm. it's already really close. And you'll see Series X catch up over time. Series X will catch up over time. Their development yeah. tools are incredibly behind right now. And 
they have to play the game of catch up. And in a year's time, the conversation could shift. But the important thing is, even when we look at the ports right now, or any release between PS5 and Xbox Series X that's similar, the difference is still minimal. If we're really going to get into the whole one second difference or slightly better frames a second in this area of the game than the other version is inferior in another area, yeah, it's meaningless. Both are great pieces of hardware and performance is basically identical. Is really nothing that people need to be concerned or turning into a war over right now. And the cool Enjoy the good. platform. Enjoy the games. That's it. They're no, both yeah, built very well. No, silly. I like Xbox, and I want, and I think <laughs> I know it's the tribalism of both systems. And my plastic box is better than your plastic box, and I get one extra frame. There's and a lot of don't. copper and aluminum in these ones, though. Good. Yeah. So when when they're old and dated, they're I can more, take them for the scrap They're more copper and, and aluminum now than bucks. plastic. Like especially right. the PS5. The PS5 is a lot of copper or a lot Good. of copper. I'll take it to the. I can take it to the scrapyard in like ten years and get a few bucks. Hmm. Got that copper. Are you trying to say something, Ryan? Like the VCR, Nate. Who are you kidding? Hey, don't just silly on yeah. old technology. The CRTs like, are is... coming back. The VCR will rise one day. <laughs> you know, I wish they brought CRTs back. Oh gosh, go, go to Ryan. <laughs> no, it's just right, it's uh, not even like the difference isn't even as big as say uh, X1 and PS4 back in the day. That was quite notable. Yeah, there was pl there was plenty of third parties where PS4 was pulling yep. a higher frame rate, but yeah. it's just. At a certain, like, and that was probably the most, I don't know, outside of, like, previous generations where, like, the original Xbox had a, a pretty steep hand over, like, PlayStation 2. It's just at a certain point, we're very close as is. We can't look at a handful of third-party games and just, it's a weird hill to die on. They're, yeah. You're I seeing mean, good performance on both. I mean, we're, we're yep. talking 60 frames here, so I'm like, I'm good. Like, yeah, we're over 60, like 60 now, so it's like, that's okay. yeah. And but, it's a great trend to see developers offering performance modes now on consoles. And it is hilarious because, like, now I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking, you know, I'm playing the Switch now because Age of Calamity came out. It's like, you just go where the games are, really. So it's like, yep. Uh, I mean that yeah, that yeah, game yeah. that game drops into the twenties. So, <laughs> but it's like, yeah, yeah I, I play my Switch all the time, all mm -hmm. the time. Like seriously, sweat. Like, come on, I play that thing all the time. Near way, probably a little bit more than my PS4. It's more convenient. It's right there it's just, if you're editing yeah. a video. You know, it's like okay, well, it's, 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 it's exporting. Let me go ahead and get some levels in. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent handheld on that thing anyway. So that's it is. It's just the pick up and play sort of thing. I don't play it for performance. Let's just put it that way. Hey, if the games are good. Games are good. Yeah. <laughs> Opus, right. Opus says, Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks, Opus. Paul Anderson. I love, I love Thanksgiving, man. Thanksgiving's a great. <laughs> Paul Anderson says, Thank you. Thank you all for committing to the regular time slot. Much appreciated. Much love from Australia. Uh, also, M M MV Gamer, we miss you. Ha <laughs> 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 MV Gamer. <laughs> MV Gamer. Uh, Dragonheart says any game but Last of Us 2 for Game of the Year, hoping for either Final Fantasy VII Remake, Tsushima, or Hades to win Game of the Year. Big congrats to Hades for all the much deserved nominations. PlayStation Everything says, just want to say I love Age of Calamity. All right. Console Gamer, thanks for the content in the past week, everyone. Bummer Rob says, what's the best Zelda dungeon? The Water Temple. In <laughs> in Ocarina of Time 3D, where they fix it. <laughs> I need it on the 64, where it's like 15 frames a second. The 64 that was the struggle back then, <laughs> dude. I swear, I almost I wanted to choke somebody. 
<laughs> I, I was close to choking somebody at that point. Oh, boy. Bummer Rob says Red Steel 2 should get a Switch port. MVG? <laughs> what are you up to, MVG? You going to make that happen? Red Steel. Show me the source code. Let's go. Oh, he's ready. He's ready. <laughs> Just don't make it look like the 13 remake. Ooh. Oh, whoa. Damn. Man, that thing's already been beaten oh. down as it is. <laughs> Red Steel 2 would be dope, though. If they brought that yeah. back, like, that would oh, actually yeah. be pretty dope. I'm down for that. <laughs> Black was Spidey's that game actually better than the first? Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we yeah. plus. Red Steel 2 is actually a good game, whereas Red Steel 1 is just a hot piece of launch shit. I think that's the yeah. problem. It came out, everyone saw it, was like, oh, yeah, Red man. Steel. Oh, yeah. That bad, was it? The launch? That was, Red Steel that, 1? That was my launch game. I had that a fun launch game with Red Steel, but it wasn't <laughs> great. I was like, I can't wait to play Red Steel 1. I was like, this is nothing like the trailer. Yeah, it, the graphics weren't <laughs> as good. The, the graphics were ass. Red Steel. <laughs> I forgot about Excite Truck. Oh, oh, Excite man. Truck is so good. Dude, Excite I Truck played that more than Zelda. <laughs> that was that was pretty fun. Actually. Excite yeah. Truck was legit awesome. I played that game more than Legend of Zelda. I rented that one because I was going in with that new console feel. I'm like, what am I going to get? Excite Truck. I remember at the GameStop I was working at at the time, we had the Excite Truck demo, and then we had the MotorStorm demo on the PS3. And we had this dude walk in, and he he (laughs) played MotorStorm. He's like, that game looks awesome. He's like, like, what the hell is this game over here? I was like, we had to take the license to give you the Wiimote. Yeah, yeah. Because that was that weird policy at the time. I was like, oh, it's another racing game. He's playing Excite Truck. He comes back. He's like, I'll give you $2,000 for the demo station right now. He's like, that game is the most fun I've ever had. He's like, that game looks great. He's like, but it sucks compared to this. I was like, well, I can't sell you the demo station. He's like, you got to tell me when these systems come in. I need that game. I was like, it is a lot of fun. I agree. And that would have got you like just a regular Wii on its own. Yo, and <laughs> yeah. yo, the dopest feature with Excite Truck. SD memory card, your own music. Bam. Yes. Oh, custom that's soundtrack. That's what I did. So what I did. Yep, custom yeah. soundtrack. That game was great. Then they made Excite Bots. <laughs> and it was like exclusive to Walmart. <laughs> Toshi says, I finally got my limited run game, Shantae 7, collector's edition. When's Panzer coming on? I hear Panzer's <laughs> getting shipped out. We've seen some oh, pictures. Man. When did that game come out again? Like February? Something like that. It's been a bit. Anyone? Yeah, did anyone remember Panzer Dragoon came out this year? Yeah, I remember yeah, that. I no, I'm yeah. still waiting on my copy. I'm still waiting for my game. I'm seeing people that I know getting copies of the physical edition. I'm like, I have no notice. I have no update. Limited run. Can I get my game, please? Thank you. Oh, it's only been... Oh, when, when, do we, when do the pre-orders go out for that? It's a long time ago. Like, like May? It was a long time ago. Something like that? I don't know. Maybe like just print it out. I don't know. I want it. Can I have it? I want to play the game already. Morali says you watched Digital Foundry Valhalla Dirt 5 comparison. PS5 performs better in most cases with dual sense features as the multi-plat console for now. Andrew says get Arlo on Spawncast one of these days. We'll keep working on we'll keep working on that. We've been trying to get Arlo on. HB Mento says this will be the fourth year in a row now where the Switch Switch Lite has not had a price drop of any sort. What do you when do you predict the Switch will have its first price drop and what would it be? I think they when, it, stops, when it stops selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's already like 200 bucks. It's pretty. Yeah, that's yeah. Cheap, but like I think what they do cheap. is they just introduce even an even cheaper one, like a TV only PlayStation TV type thing first and make that like 150 bucks. I don't know if they'll. But is the 50 bucks worth the difference? 
some people they they some people who are just docked all the time they might look at that and say i mean it's for another room so all some right people, i mean people that oh, an extension a, or an add-on yeah a ps5 uh, digital they think oh it's 100 bucks I, I that's worth it i think 100 bucks 100 bucks is uh, is a is a big big enough of a gap to make a decision yeah but 50 dollars might be uh breath of the wild with it like at walmart where they sell for 50 bucks you get that and breath of the wild i mean i guess bucks. each their own on that i don't know yeah. when i see 50 bucks i'm like yeah but like if i see 100 i say okay yeah well that's what if that's it's 150 and it comes with a pro controller that's that's uh because you okay well then, yeah then yeah 100 yeah, right, yeah you're sold on that cringe lord says retech usa said he'll love beyond just needs invited i'll talk to rich we'll get him back on here Wow, be nice to be invited. Dragon Heart says Jedi Fallen Order <laughs> snub for Game of the Year's Criminal Cyberpunk will hold its own against the likes of God of War 4 and Breath of Wild 2 and will be up for Game of the Year 2021. Sakon10 says thoughts on free melee and the world ends with you timer. I think there's new world ends with you game coming. As for free melee, I don't know. What do you what do you think about that OJ in like Yeah, so I can go it's, through it real quick. It's it's I'll go through it really quickly. It's an interesting situation. Um, but from what I've talked to and just kind of what I'm researching, Nintendo will not budge on anything that's even considered to be emulation or piracy. They're just, they're not going to budge. They'll budge on other things. If it's an actual copy of the game and you can verify it. But with this situation, Nintendo shut down the whole thing. The organizers didn't want it. They said either you, you give us melee or, you know, or we're, we're going to still do it. Nintendo said, well, if you're going to do that, then we're just going to shut down Ultimate too. So that was the problem. The problem is Melee, Slippy, Netcode that you have to use the PC for. Nintendo sponsors the big house. They didn't want to, um, they didn't want to, like Nintendo asked them to not run Melee with Slippy. They refused. So Nintendo sent a cease and desist. But it's, 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 it's unfortunate for everybody involved. Like it sucks. You know, it just sucks for all the guys and it sucks for, you know, for that but nintendo's not they're not gonna budge i don't necessarily agree with it but they're not budging especially because it's a piece you can't verify the copies like yes it's emulation legal backup whatever but you can't verify that everybody got it legally so that that's also another issue well oh okay and what i'm gonna do now we're gonna go over to the capcom leaks and then we'll finish up with the last remaining super chats here since we're running a little low on time here let's go let's go over to the capcom leaks you guys i dropped the the games and releases for the years and stuff into the discord there for you just in case you don't have it in front of you but these all came out after we had a hacking group hold some of capcom's information for ransom and then they decided to just leak it online because capcom said no they're not paying out what was i think 11 million dollars 11 million in bitcoin they refused to pay yes Yes, they want to be tracked. They'll give us Bitcoin, we're out. Um, and apparently that's, they've leaked 60 gigabytes worth of information. They still have allegedly another 940 gigabytes. They apparently stole a terabyte of info. That's crazy, man. Yes, and part of that, the the amount of the things that they released appears to be Capcom's entire release schedule over the next four years. Uh, three years, I guess. Yeah, three and a half years. Which is, it's quite a bit because it's, we have, starting from fiscal year 21, Resident Evil Outbreak, Dragon's Dogma 2, Street Fighter 6, Rockman Match. I I mean, I was hoping to see Mega Man X9 as Rockman. You know what? That could be a code name for Mega Man, like a game. Anyway. What if it's just I mean, Mega Man Soccer? It's probably like, it's watch it just be Battle a Royale Mega Man. It's a cell phone game. Resident Evil 4 Remake. They have that for fiscal year 2020. So that's about right, though, from what we were hearing from rumors. Quarter four, Monster Hunter 6, Biohazard Apocalypse, Super Street Fighter 6, Final Fight Remake, Power Stone Remake, Ultra Street Fighter 6, and then Resident Evil Hank. They say likely Hunk, but Resident Evil Hank. That's probably, again, another code name. That is all the way out fiscal 
year 2024 quarter four so this goes out a long ways here it appears to be what they're mostly planning overall um but the big one people pointed out was power stone remake and final fight remake and then the fact that they have all of these street fighters already planned that was like fanboy ism right there like those two games i mean i love final fight don't get me wrong i have an arcade board so i love that game a lot but come on i mean is that does that sound real to you guys it doesn't yeah. sound real to me okay so i wondered if that the hackers were like Yo, let's just mess with some people right now <laughs> let's just let's just start putting some games near power stone that'd be funny let's do that let's put that in there i was wondering if they just threw some stuff in there just to do it i don't know um Nate, I, mean, I would take yeah right. <laughs> nate you seem sold on real one's fake <laughs> nate you're expecting that power stone remake that's coming out in four years apparently <laughs> yeah no i mean it could get delayed now it could get canceled i mean I, if it's four years out it's very early oh, in planning yeah this it's is like i'm writing it down on a whiteboard yeah they don't even have like wireframes of characters yet it's just let's make a power stone game okay I think that's the dangerous part about this list. Some of the stuff on here probably just won't happen because they're just like, it's nice that they're thinking of Power Stone because we keep yeah. talking about it. We're like, hey, it'd be cool if they did Power Stone. And at some point they that's wrote the it thing. down somewhere. Like even the final fight, everything for fiscal year 24 is just in the idea of yes. we've greenlit the idea because we might have had a prototype, but this can enter development in come 2022. They might look at it and say, you know, it's not coming together. Cancel it. So we're basically we're actually looking at a blueprint of what they hope to achieve, not necessarily what is to come. Yeah, I think uh, I think everything from 2022 and before, like fiscal year, is more set in stone almost. I mean, although yeah, they do like, biohazard apocalypse, that's they're they're doing Resident yes. Evil every other year basically almost. Like so. the stuff yeah. also in the other leaks, like we had a new Onimusha that I believe comes out before fiscal year 2022. Or we have what was Project Guillotine, which is a new Ghosts and Goblins, which is supposed to come out to Switch next February. That's stuff that's way too far, you know, along for them to just say, oops, didn't work, canceled. Monster Hunter 6, though, will be pretty big. That's obvious. Like, they're going to do that. Uh, It's interesting because I assume that means that Monster Hunter World will run all the way to fiscal year 23 then because they don't have any other mention of Monster Hunter before that. Maybe more DLC or something for World. Um, but I think world DLC is done, but the way, if you look at their releases of the monster hunter, you had world, you had the DLC a year later, you have rise. And then we know the PC version of rise comes out late next year. And then it'll probably get some sort of DLC expansion or a rise G version. And then 2023, you'll get monster hunter six. So it seems they always kind of pace it that Mm. way. Monster Hunter world runs really well on the PS five and the Xbox series X as well now. So like maybe they do something with a patch to go even a little further with it. Cause it's, it's just 60 frames per second now on, on the platforms PS five now. So and Xbox, so who knows, maybe they just continue on with that. Uh, But you did say monster Hunter rise going to PC that appears to be at the end of this year. And next year next year next, next year okay that's gonna be next year that'll go to pc you know that actually might have cross save with with the switch by the way can can you talk a little bit more nate you said you said it's a ghost and goblins game mm-hmm. like yes not a remake or a new one i'm not sure if it's a remake or a new one i believe it's using the re engine wait is this new this is new info i believe it leaked in one of the slides i believe 
it had came out a few days after the initial slides come out, but I oh. believe the, the new Ghosts and Goblins. Interesting. Okay. I'm not sure if the remake the of the first one and modern, but it's supposed to be using the RE engine. Is it's it? a timed exclusive for Switch for, I think, three months, and then it'll come to other platforms. So it should release early next year. I guess it's just a question of when does Capcom announce it. I didn't hear anything about that. Wow. Okay. Interesting. I mean, they'd have to announce it soon then. Oh, yeah. what about the Game Awards? What about January Direct? About January <laughs> Let's Direct? not start talking about what January about Direct. Direct? <laughs> Let's what about start talking about Directs again because we haven't for a long time. <laughs> Thanksgiving. We Direct? just had a partner one a few weeks ago. <laughs> Thanks, Thanksgiving Direct. General, baby, general. We ain't getting a general in 2020. There you go, guys. Okay. January, January. That's interesting. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't hear Let's about that. January 2021. I don't know, Nate. You, you telling us things you're not supposed to now? All of a sudden. I don't know. I didn't hear anything. About I'm pretty those. sure the Ghost and Goblin thing is public. If it no isn't, oh, double then, check that. Pretty sure. If it's not public, then then I screwed up. But okay. I think it's public. I hope it is. If not, <laughs> I definitely must made a mistake, and we'll have to cut this part out of the episode. Oh, I'll, I'll double check you know, your this work. Is live, but like, it's okay, never mind. Nate. <laughs> live TV can be edited. No, we can't. <laughs> yes, it can. <laughs> We edited of, last week's episode because it kept breaking. Right here, I'm, I'm in front of a green screen. It doesn't even work right now. Evan is a very advanced AI. He can do anything. Yeah, you know what? Well, don't you malfunction. All right, so we'll finish up with this with, this, with the Capcom leak. All right, because you brought this up, Nate, in your podcast. Nate, they hate yes, by the way. Podcast. Yes, yes. MVG. They were missing. They're missing something from these leaks. There is. What, what are they missing, Nate? There's no mention of a Switch Pro. There's no mention of a Switch Pro here. No mention of intent to release on new nintendo hardware at all in these leaks and these leaks talked about plans for the xbox series x and the playstation 5. some of these documents date back to 20 i believe it was 2018 and there's no mention of any new hardware from nintendo which leads to two potential conclusions one there is nothing next year or two and this is the more likely scenario they simply haven't been briefed about it yet, which means the hardware is likely not that big of a boost because right. developers weren't briefed about a Switch Lite until I believe it was only about eight weeks before it released. But my question is, would they really need to know about it if it's similar to how we're seeing with like so yeah. like Sony with PlayStation 5 or the or Microsoft or Series X, where it's designed to already run those games just better and there's minimal work needing to be done by the developers? It would depend on the game. If we want to use Monster Hunter Rise as the example, you'd want to at least inform them of maybe leaving the game uncapped in frame rate because the Switch Pro would be able to then boost it up to 60. You don't want to cap it at 30 because you're targeting the native Switch hardware of today. So you'd want to brief them out at least on that or even just intentions of, we do have a revision next year. Keep that in the back of your mind if you're making new software. We'll brief you on it in the future. They don't need to be briefed this far out. It depends really when the hardware would release. If it's coming out, as some people have speculated, in Q1 of Nintendo's fiscal year, so that would be April to June, you probably have to brief them by maybe GDC, so we'd say early March. If it's September, you can wait till June. Okay. But it would really depend. Like, if you are coming out with hardware with you know some other youtube channels have speculated it's basically a next-gen successor they would have known by now and capcom came out last month or i believe maybe september when they announced monster hunter rise and they were asked about a pro and they said 
we're not aware of any new hardware from Nintendo. They did this say is a that. case. This would prove that they're not lying about that. They truly do not know. They might not need to. So that's uh that's pro- that's what I'm going with right now. Is it's not going to be the this crazy thing that they have to develop specifically for to take advantage of, and the games will just kind of move over. Yeah, it, it yeah. could just be as simple as a here's new hardware. You just need to have this new development profile. We can update your dev kits in the future. It could be that simple. But mm-hmm. if anyone's expecting some sort of, you know, switch that's all suddenly running PlayStation 4 Pro tier games, you got to scale that shit. I will back say after, get, after getting these PS, the PS5 and the Series X, I'm really looking forward to new hardware from Nintendo in so many years from now, two, two years from well, now. Well, the next gen successor is definitely something to be excited about because. NVIDIA yeah. could easily provide performance probably similar to a PlayStation 4 Pro in a Switch form factor. See, I'd be right yeah. If you can get something like that, add in some DLSS, you could have a hell of a handheld. Yeah, you could have a handheld that's, oh. wow. Yeah, but with that. we're probably three years away from that. Yeah. Well. All right. Well, that's going to do it here for tonight. I'm going to go over the last messages here as we do our outros. So let's go over to Ryan. I'll tell everyone here in the chat. If you, if you want to keep up to date on all the PlayStation information going around the news, Ryan's got you covered. He has the, his let's talk PlayStation Friday show that he does. That's on Fridays, right? I got that right. Every, every Friday, every Friday, you go by there, get you caught up for the week for all the PlayStation info. Ryan, you want to let them know where they can find you. Twitter at mystic Ryan. Uh, that's it. <laughs> Oh, okay. Evan, I'm, not, I'm not around. Do you want to? Do you want to get? Do you want to get a, the channel, Evan, and drop it in the chat too yeah. for everyone? Yeah, I'll do that. <clears throat> just, uh, just in case anybody needs uh, needs that. Very cool. Uh, let's go over here to OJ. Where can they find you, man? Yeah, you can find me right here on YouTube at Player Essence. I've got some. Uh, I got a video that I did for Age of Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity. That's already up, so check that out. Also, I will have a video for Sakuna: uh, Rice and Ruin. In addition to some other um, backwards compatible games that I'll be testing on uh, PlayStation and Xbox. So look forward to that this week. Should be a lot of fun. Also, some pretty cool live streams that we'll be doing as well. So thank you, dude. Like every day, you know, I don't want to take up too much time, but like every day, literally people come over and say, yo, man, like I saw you on the spawn cast and I'm coming over to your live stream. So I want to say thanks again for having me, John. I appreciate that. And shout out to everybody who comes over from the spawn cast to watch the live streams on my channel. I do appreciate it. Thank you guys. So yeah, go, essence, just check me out there yeah check check out oj over there live streams every day basically pretty much it. i i take sunday off so i can watch my 49ers lose and be destroyed by injuries but outside of that i'm pretty much streaming every single day and there's edited content every morning so so yeah let's go over to mvg thanks for having me on you can find me on twitter at modern vintage g youtube modern vintage gamer um i have a video coming up monday on the series x and the developer mode on that so check that out and yeah happy thanksgiving in the the us this week happy holidays to people stay safe and uh yeah thanks for having me on and we'll catch you next week i gotta check that video out because i gotta see how i do all that i would i would like to see how the series x handles some of those uh you're talking retro arts that's uh some retro games on here i'm gonna check that out that'll be good and nate oh jordan's gone nate where can they find you man Find me on Twitter at Nate the Hate, followed by the number two. We have the podcast up right now talking about the Capcom leaks and what it means for the Switch Pro in 2021 and whether or not it is in trouble so people can give that a listen. And we'll have a podcast next week. We might be talking about Age of Calamity next week. 
we'll see. We'll see how much progress MVG and I make in the game over the next few days. Might be the week after. We'll find out. Hey, Jordan's back. I'm here. Jordan, where can yeah. they find you, man? Uh, you can't. I'll be on Twitch if you want to find me. Jordan Fringe on Twitch. See? There we go. He's on Twitch. You gonna you gonna show off those Pokemon arcade machines on Twitch? I made a video. It's the last video on my channel. I show off the arcade machines. So you're gonna do uh, Pokemon card openings on Twitch? Uh, yeah, I still do those. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Very good. Very good. How's how the what was it? Cha- Champions Path. Well, that's that, the newest one now is Vivid Voltage. Okay. I'm okay. Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I think you're a couple sets ahead now. All of a sudden, Vivid Voltage. That's the one with the big Pikachu. That, yeah. Okay. They, I can buy that normally though. I don't have to like. You should be able to. Games. You should be able to find it. No problem. Okay, cool. Maybe I'll maybe yeah. I'll try it. We'll see. We'll see how you that one goes. Test your luck. Yeah, I, I avoid it. You told me to avoid Champions Path, so I did. Yeah, it's a useless set you. unless you want the Charizards. Like unless you're that lucky to get them. Isn't useless that a, that's what everyone buys the sets for? Are the Charizards right? At this point, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'll check out Vivid Voltage. Well, that sounds like a weird thing to ask for at like Target or something. They'll readily. They should readily have it up. Okay. No. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Okay. So let me finish up with these messages. Andrew says. Donating to celebrate Mystic joining tonight's podcast. The possible PSVR 2 unit for PS5. What PSVR sequels or enhancements are you most excited for? I'd love to see where they take the Riggs property next. You're, you're not going to see Riggs again. Astrobot. <laughs> Astrobot. You're not going to see Riggs come back. Come on. I mean, for me, PSVR 2 with Half-Life Alex. As That's the what they'll do. Yep. Yep. Half-Life 2 will go, I think, to PSVR 2. Like, that might be a launch game for it. Might be there immediately, um, but yeah, I I, w- I think Astro. I mean, I'd like to see Astro get it. Like, we had Playroom, that's great, but like like a bigger budget Astro game would be awesome. But if it's if, if Astro stays mostly in VR, that's fine too. That'd be a good one to drop with it. Mac Mega says, "I know it's too early, but do you think the revision of these next gen consoles will include a disc drive?" I think we are currently seeing the last systems with disc drives. Yep. I disagree. Really? You think the PS6 yes. is going to have a disc drive? You think the 10th gen? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I do. You think the PS6 is going to have a disc drive? That's too yes. far away to even make a bet with you, but I don't think... It is. It's We're talking seven years into the future. I mean, for all we know, we're all going to be in that... What's that thing Elon Musk has that you can, like, jack yourself into the Matrix? The Neuralink? Could be playing PS6 on that for all we know. I'm not I would agree. Right at me. What are you talking about? What? I don't think so. Jim Ryan's going to come out and say, we did so much market research and we just found that, that it was not something. Jim Ryan's was... only market research is, how can I make billions? He's like, yo, every, right. place, the, every PlayStation the... sold, guys. Did you guys see them all on eBay? They're all, everyone sold. Every single one of them sold. <laughs> every single PlayStation so sold. What you they cut are. $20 off the bill of materials and just... Yeah. Liam oh. says... Liam says, I hope everyone in the Spawncast crew has a wonderful Thanksgiving. Also, Animal Crossing for Game of the Year, though I will actually be happy with any of them except Last of Us. <laughs> Man, Last of Us. Damn. And slammed. And hit. Oh. Yeah. Came out we... or something. <laughs> <A little> bit, <laughs> maybe. Then we bit. have uh it was it was the talk of talk of the internet last year, Jordan. Last year. <laughs> yeah, it was like a whole year ago. It, it's been like a whole decade this in one year. <laughs> yeah. You're right. <laughs> Then Shamsa in with the the big hundred donation. Shamsa, appreciate it. Shamsa. 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 I think everyone everyone did their outro. So if anyone has to has to roll, that's fine. I'm gonna finish up with these super chats here before I officially close it out. 
Oh, my Don radiator. Yes, we can. Dawn of Clutch says, <laughs> I Mystic. That's my guy right there. All caps, by the way, Mystic. And two exclamation points. Thank a you. Of, a lot of really excitement in, in this message. Nate's got that coil wine. <laughs> red, the red coffee is red. all messed up. What the hell is wrong with it? <laughs> the, red, the red coffee says, I got my stadia for free last week and I still regret getting it. Anyways, love the spawn cast. Dude, mine's and, that in is, the and that is why that is why we will still have disk drives next gen. So that's a good counter argument. That's why mine stays sealed. Let's go. <laughs> kind of I got mine from the letterbox and I just left it in the garage on the workbench. I haven't even bought it. I just it left in it in the mailbox. I just been like, it's fine. This thing is staying sealed. It could be an actual relic in like three years. <laughs> they're, hand, they're handing out Stadia. PlayStation now still sucks. People, the majority yeah. of PS5 consoles are disc machines. Seven years but, is not enough to fully transition. Game but pass, Jim Ryan, Jim Ryan came out in that interview saying we got something to talk about about oh, something about Game uh, Pass for the PlayStation. That's gonna. That's nothing. <laughs> game Pass coming to Game uh, PlayStation. No, not Microsoft's Game Pass. Sony's version of Game Pass, which is, I guess, PlayStation Now. They, yeah, it's PlayStation different. Now. But the best thing was that he he was talking to a paper out of out of Russia, right? And they, and he was like, yeah, we got PlayStation now. And then the next question immediately was, when are you going to bring PlayStation now to Russia? <laughs> so your mind was like, oh yeah, right now. <laughs> Basically, yeah. He's like, well, you know, servers oh. and land. Do people even want to play games in Russia? Like, look at these things. Look at Gran Turismo on the PS1. Do people want to play this game? Yes. Dragonheart says gameplay, music, graphics, and voice work wise. Last of Us 2 is fantastic, but the horrendous, insulting plot and unlikable characters totally ruin the experience. Benacera says, Come on, MV Gamer. Microsoft Flight Sim 2020 Game of the Year. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. Flight Sim. By the base gonna, level, if you forget about it. Just talk about and start <laughs> over. Flight Simulator needs to be in the, in the, in the discussion. You, but you forgot about, about it. Be careful with the flight simulator. That's, they they, they know point. they can find where you live in the that, game. <laughs> that's a good point, Jordan. I did forget about it. Not about it, man. <sighs> Trey says, "Message for chat." Among Us came out in 2018. Sokar says, "2021 Game of the Year: Cyberpunk versus Breath of the Wild 2." They've got a war in there. Well, almost got a war gets delayed. Breath of the Wild. If that happens, Breath of the Wild 2 is going to destroy Cyberpunk. Next oh year. man! <laughs> hey, you don't know. It could be. Listen, you don't even know think this will be a bad game. You don't know it could like, come out and be a bad game. I don't true. think it I mean, will. Could but it be could. Link could walk out, Gandalf be like, I'm <laughs> you you like I, I do think you're right. I'm just saying, you never know. Yeah, we can't say anything yet because we haven't even game. seen anything. All we've seen is Link and Zelda walk into a tomb and Ganondorf wake up and stare at them and then Hyrule Castle appears to levitate a little bit. That's but it could be, and then we got Age of Calamity. Game of the year, put it in. <laughs> Oak City Gamer says thoughts on Pro Controller knockoffs. I think you should buy first party if you can. For yes, agree. Joey says maybe unrelated with Netflix and Spotify existing, you can still buy CDs, Blu-rays, and even DVDs. So why would video games be digital only in the future? Because video game publishers and developer, well, publishers mostly are pretty greedy about that, actually. So. Bushin says for chat, if Naughty Dog released DLC for Last of Us 2 with an epilogue of Ellie Fate. Oh, can't say that. Hold on. <clears throat> I cannot say that. Okay. That is a, that, that would be that would be a spoiler, I guess. 
I got you, Bushin. I got it. I would I would get the DLC. Okay, here we go. <laughs> show show uh shows Shozama says not a fan of the weight and D-pad on the PS5 controller. Also, the click of L3 R3 does not play CDs. Tokyo says how's Final Fantasy 7 remake play on PS5? Who tested it? OJ, you tested it, right? Ryan, you test that? Which one? The seven remake? Yes, seven remake. Yeah. It didn't I, put didn't put it in a PS5, no. I haven't tried it yet either. I played it. It's not there's not really much. It doesn't do anything yet. PS1 door still there? Um, I ha- I need to check the PS1 door. I just pl- I, I played it on the hard difficulty. That game sucks on hard, man. Like Yeah, it's it is hard. Yeah, hard. dang, man. What the hell? <laughs> and what Martin else? says, anyone know a good replacement for a PS3 controller? The dual sense, right? <laughs> I was gonna say a dual sense, but you do need to be able to hit the PlayStation button. Uh, yes, that's a good um, point. That's a good point. I don't know. It, it's tough. It's tough to find uh it, it's tough to find a PS3 controller. Huh. Go sniper. I think your best option might be to to see if you can get a Vita PS Vita TV bundle that comes with a PS3 oh, controller. No. No, because no. Vita, Vita TVs are expensive. They they shot up in value. Oh yeah, no, I know. I'm not, I'm not suggesting you, you drop 200 bucks on one if you can find one. Mm. Uh, that's probably your best option. But yeah, don't don't spend a lot of money on a piece of Vita TV. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, Ghost Sniper says, "Quit the damage control MVG Xbox screwed up." <laughs> how did how did they screw yeah, up? Yeah, they screwed up. You heard it here. They they dumb messed oh, up. Oh, the, dev, the dev kits. They got the dev kits out late. What happened there? I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I don't understand the context. Explain. They got the dev kits out too late. No, I I mean, you're, no you're you're explaining you're explaining why the comparisons were the way they were. Oh, I mean, you're, you're just saying the dev kits were out late. Yeah, no. Look, look. Both systems have come in really hot. Let's let's be honest, right? I mean, Sony yeah, is ahead with with the dev kit hardware. Microsoft was relying on developers utilizing the uh, the the previous Scorpio hardware for their development, but I mean just they'll get caught up and everything will be will be the way it should be in you know next year so i, I there's no cause for concern here and then jonathan then asked what is the problem with halo infinite a lot <laughs> jordan just say it just say it jordan you know everything. everything three four three three Those four three, three. Two words you need to hear say three four three numbers when, when we get the full story on that game that is no. going to be no. fascinating <laughs> i can't it may be the best story. story ever told the i need problematic to story, story. Oh, he thought Andromeda had the worst problem behind the scenes. <laughs> Nothing yet. After seeing God, the God of War documentary, because I looked at the God of War thing, and I was like, oh, this 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 went all right. The development had to go on well. And you see it, and they're like, it games was, are hell. Bad Triple for the title of the documentary, The Lies and Fall of 343. Ooh. Done. If, Would if, print. If you I'm watch, ready. I'm ready to make watch, that movie right now. The original God of War documentary, that is even crazier development, how they made that first game. Like what, Jeff, because you guys know how Jaffe is. Yeah. So, like, <laughs> well, it, it was weird because he, the, the, uh, Corey said uh, that Shuhei came by, played God of War, and didn't like it, and yeah. uh, he left there and was annoyed about it, or mad about it. He's like, I don't know what to do, but he stuck with it, and they showed it, and everyone loved it. So there you go. Tesla says, if you watch Mark Brown's Game Keys videos, you will love the Water Temple, especially his most recent video from yesterday. Leo says, Nate running damage control for Microsoft, Nate. When I don't I don't know I don't even know when the super chat was from. When when did I run? What? <laughs> when did say, that happen? If you say anything, you, if you ran damage control, then so did I, and I'm, I cover PlayStation mainly. Like, 
When did that happen? By saying that the development tools for Microsoft are a little behind right now and they'll eventually catch up, that's not damage control. It's called a fact. You should yeah, and, probably look up the definition of fact because look, you live in La La Land. And and to uh, the person that said <laughs> damage control, I'm a, I love La La Land. I'm a registered <laughs> Nintendo, Microsoft, and PlayStation developer. So MBG I, knows. I get to use all the hardware. So don't, don't tell me it's damage control when developers literally haven't had access to dev kits you know only no, on the, the but last mvg mvg this individual has had access to the system for a week who are you I'm to question wrong. them I, I guess i'm wrong hey, let them know mvg let them know say you were developing emulators when probably when they were they were in diapers they're not even they were still swimming around as a single-celled organism just say stuff people, on people here people don't know people don't know mvg mvg was making emulators on that original xbox back in the day I was, and i was downloading them and using them on my modded xbox not even knowing it that's crazy people don't know this, but mvg created video games <laughs> I wouldn't get that. <laughs> uh, damage Brady's control. Oh, the tools are behind. That's damage control. Oh, facts. Yeah. Brady says, wait for the Switch Pro or buy the original Switch. We don't, we don't know if the Switch version is or if it's coming. So, I mean, I guess the, the regular Switch now. Shinru says, hey, everyone, happy Thanksgiving to you and your families. Why are people more excited for video games remakes instead of movie remakes? Thoughts? Um, because visual improves so much. That's all I can think of. There's, it's, it's two different <laughs> mediums. Certain movies hold certain attachments and kind of feel like they don't need to be remade, where games can benefit greatly from being remade, but also can fall in the same trap as movies and be extremely, you know, counterintuitive. So, what did you, what were you saying, Ryan? Uh, games have a um, preservation barrier, depends on how old it is. I'm going to play some if it, you know, you threw away your PS2. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. Bring it, bring it into the modern era, and it's the so, same concept, though. You could you could mess it up, like you know, you could do a bad remake and it'll piss people off. But I mean, it's preservation. Might be the recognition too, because like Demon Souls, that started out as like this cult hit, cult classic that not everyone really talked about. But now you see Blue Point get put on the project and bring it up to the PS5, and it's this really impressive game now like something like that it it, it kind of gives some satisfaction to the fan base and it brings it to like you said a wider audience now it's a launch ps5 title people are just buying yeah. it to, to buy it and then they get really mad and then they try to return it and you can't because you opened it so now you're stuck with it and i gotta learn how to play demon souls <laughs> learn learner and get get out of here <laughs> and i think this is the last one here i think this is it yes okay Chance says, since Xbox is interested in their own VR, thoughts on making PC VR games available on Series X, Game Pass, and play through Oculus Quest 2 Link. I'd be okay with them just opening it up and saying, hey, if you got a VR headset, you can you can use it, but we got to test the games to make sure. That, that's the only issue. It seems like it would be a lot of work to make sure everything is compatible with it correctly. I'd be okay. They've been, pretty, they've been pretty forward about not having any interest in it, so it seems like that's not going to happen anytime I mean, we're, soon. We're trying to get them to put it adapt a new rumble motor in their controller right now like <laughs> it's our gyro we're trying to get them to do something with their hardware outside just their system so that's the interesting thing about microsoft is their peripherals are kind of lackluster except for their adaptive xbox controller that's like probably the most forward and best peripheral they've ever made careful john damage control can't say that <laughs> <laughs> i think that's everything yes all right we're good uh that should do it here for spawncast episode 190 thanks everyone for tuning in 
had a lot of fun here with Ryan. Make sure you check him out over on his channel. And we'll see you guys back here next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we have another guest lined up, and I think you guys will enjoy uh, enjoy the conversation there as well. So make sure you guys stop by, and we'll see you then. It's damn it.